Greetings, <laughs> owners of fine luxury cardboard rectangles. Welcome to what the f ever this is. Is this, am I actually on the screen? I don't know what a podcast is. So yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made the Zuby with you, America's favorite TCG podcast. I am, of course, joined by the man who called me last night sobbing while eating cookie dough. Louis <laughs> George. That's right. actually true. This is the first time in the history of Made the Zuby with you that we have finished a podcast and said, uh oh, let's refilm the whole that thing. Was, you're welcome. That The first take was so bad. I was like, we're not doing this. Yeah. So. We have a very special May the Zuby with you for two reasons now. First, this is our first ever second take. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and secondly, we have an interview with the Magic Historian in the second two-thirds of this podcast. And we need to do some disclaimers here. <laughs> the following people will be offended. Pokemon players, Pokemon collectors, Magic players, Magic collectors. If you've ever heard of the game Flesh and Blood, you will be offended. <laughs> if you've ever heard of the game MetaZoo, come back next week. It'll be fine. Come back next week. We'll have a special episode. Also, um, if you think the game's cryptic is called Cryptid and yeah. you like cryptic, then yeah, you'll be offended. Just come back next week. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, um, uh, he was also some 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 language that maybe yeah. we don't use in this podcast, which is fine. He asked us if he was allowed to cuss, and we said, live your truth. I If you watch this podcast with your kids, first off, yeah, that's great. That's great. But don't watch the rest of this podcast with your no. kids. There's a lot of uh, language is fine with us. It doesn't bother us. And we no. allow, we kind of said it doesn't, you know, we, we think most people are adults watching this, but um, real talk. If you're going to be offended about anything, just watch the part where it's George and I. Yep. Because it got, <laughs> it got, got real. crazy. It, it got, got real, crazy. real. It got real, real. Um, and I would not say that Hatcher is a super big fan of some of the games that we <laughs> Any of them. Anything. <laughs> on Only the game podcast. he likes is Magic, and he like yells at that one the most. Yeah. Um, so I loved if, him. If you're going to be offended by that stuff, don't watch it. It's not worth it. But here's the thing. This is important. I think it's really great to hear perspective that's completely different than what you hear on the podcast. When you listen to our podcast, you are seeing the perspective of two people who are completely engulfed in the world of flesh and blood and MetaZoo. George has a life outside of it. I do not. Like, my life is flesh and blood and MetaZoo. And Hacker talked to you about that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He he completely dissed me. Yeah, um, that's correct. And so I think... He believed he's, I believe his exact phrase was Houston called child services on you because what you're doing is so irresponsible, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he told me my wife was cheating on me at some point. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> that's what you're getting in the second. Two little preview. Little preview. And I, I want to say um, the idea of this was to bring somebody on that that's not in our world. I think that was really great. And so we didn't do a whole lot of like arguing with him. No. We just kind of heard his perspective. And people let might me, be offended by that. Let me be and, very clear. Here. We will never argue with a guest. No. If I agree with you or I disagree with you, that's not the – this is not a debate show. He tried to push back a little bit. Or we tried I to tried push back to, a little bit and it didn't work. <laughs> no, I mean, like, listen, like, this is not a debate show. I'm not gonna be like, yeah. oh, you're wrong. I'm interviewing him. Yeah. I don't want to show disrespect to my guest. Like, but, I would do the same thing if, like, when James White comes on in two weeks, I'm not gonna argue <laughs> with James White. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, tell me like, where you think Fab is. Tell me what the, what most excites you about this set. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh, what about this banning? 
when he comes on, I'm going to show him the respect that I would show all my guests. But next week, we are going to do kind of a, hey, where do we see Flesh and Blood and MetaZoo, these new games, what do they need to change and do in order to be successful in this new market where it's like the new games aren't pumping? So stay tuned for that next week. This week, we're going to kind of breeze through a couple of different things. We're going to raise, we have, we have a three-hour interview coming up. So just right, like, right. we're going to race through it. Yeah. All and right. just going to be like 20 minutes by the time you're done editing. Uprising this week. I'm not going to edit it that much. Like, I want you to I know don't believe that. you. Uprising this week. We just where said can they... all, the, all the things that we... All right. Uprising, where, you can Where can they buy? It. You can still get... I've got like an eighth of my supply left. So it's it's dwindling. Um, So if you want Uprising and you want to support Kitchen Table TCG and my business... market.com. If you're a patron, do you get a benefit? Patrons get a discount and... Everybody who buys anything on my website gets a uh, gets Cavdane's credits. Uh, you get some coins, some gold, some Cavdane credit, uh, and your Cavdane credit is essentially five percent back in store credit on every purchase, which is kind of cool. So, uh, go support my life because the magic historian says that I'm a failure. <laughs> That's prove him wrong, true. everyone. Prove him wrong. That's yeah. Prove him wrong by yeah. his boxes at like barely break even no i'm making money i don't what are you talking about i'm doing fine do you charge for shipping no but i'm fine i'm fine i charge free shipping over 200 bucks you buy a case it's a great deal for everyone it's a fair price for the world not if you're in the world because shipping globally is stupid expensive. Okay. so <laughs> uprising this week uh a couple of shipping delays that we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, very, 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 very clear. Let us start off with this. This is not LSS's fault. There's nothing they can do. The world is delayed. Um, your favorite TCG just gets the um, uh, benefit of that. Um, it looks like it's mainly affecting the Northeast and the West Coast. The air freight has arrived. The sea freight has not yet. We are filming this Wednesday morning-ish. So maybe it's there now. We don't know. Uh, but like if you ordered from somebody and they're like, oh, it's delayed a week, they might not be lying to you. So just like yeah. relax, find some Zen and wait. Yeah. It's cardboard. It's fine. This is where it's really important that the community be like patient and yeah. respectful to LGSs. L- Listen, LGSs are in a rough spot right now, too. They just We're got getting hammered. Wrecked. We just got hammered with Commander Legends. Like everyone's out of money because of Commander Legends. And then they're and- like, want uprising? pokemon go and double masters at the same time the same yeah. release the same payment like it's been a it's been a bear to come up with the money to to pay for everything um i know big fat cats like you don't have to worry about it but um you know i have to pay my bills too right that's the thing yeah, it, yeah i guess it just doesn't matter to me <laughs> i know you, you you're, you're fine as the magic historian said i'm screwed <laughs> <laughs> God, he roasted you so bad. He, he wrecked your life. Hold on, I hold loved on. him. Yeah, he did. He he did roast me pretty bad. God, that was the best phone <laughs> call ever last night. Do you think he's right about Pokemon? I ate, I ate two thousand calories last night in cookie dough. I had and, a bad night, but and you, you had know what? red vines. But you know what? I woke up this morning, and it wasn't all the historian. There's some other stuff going on in my life, as Jordan knows. I we won't share. There's some, but. I woke up this morning ready to conquer. I woke up this morning ready to conquer the world. Do you credit the cookie dough with that? Yeah. I, I woke... 
You're like, I have 2,000 calories of cookie dough powering this engine. Let's, go, Let's baby. roll, baby. Let's go. Let's go on a 20-mile run, baby. Let's do it. Let me guess. You um, did not go on a 20-mile run. No. God, no. I was out of breath pulling the wagon with my two kids in it, walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> At least you got... And you had the weirdest red vines ever last night. <laughs> Well, the Willie twists. These are delicious. Triple berry. What's the difference between them and like a Twizzler? Uh, they're like soft licorice and they're berry, but they make you feel horrible. So. <laughs> All right. Different um, than Twizzlers, they make you feel terrible. <laughs> they're like thicker. Anyway, um, uprising. The Twizzler oh. twists are the best. Couple of notes about uprising. I think are really important. The delays are causing like singles to actually sell at insane amounts of money. They're not. It hasn't released yet. It'll come down. Relax. I know. I'm just warning everyone. I don't think that it's smart to buy an erase face for forty one dollars. Now, here's the thing. I'm in. If a race face actually ends up being like a twenty to thirty dollar card, I think that's gonna be really, really good for the set. You don't think it's going to? I don't either. But if it does, if a race face actually ends up being used, and this is that generic thing. We've been saying that they need more generics in their sets. A race face is the closest thing we've gotten to it, in my opinion. And the crown of Providence also very close to it. That I hate um, that you're just like passively aggressively nodding your head right now. No, I agree with you. This is what you've true. been asking for. You've been asking I agree. for I like generics. It. Jeez, oh, God, you need to eat more cookie dough. Um, I like it. I think it's good. I wish there were more generics, but I think it's good. There's, But I think like there they is a... Fi- Listen, they fixed some of the problems we have been talking about. They yeah. increased the legendary pull rate. Yeah, I still wish they would have done more, but yeah. I agree, but like, come on, no, boo-boo. Let's I'm not fud it up too much. I'm not fudding they it increased, up. They increased the legendary pull rate. Yeah. They added a couple um, uh, 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 of um, of, of generic. Um, generic. I think I was going to say uncommon. I don't know why. Today, Junior. Yeah, I mean, they added some generics. Um, <laughs> like they did some things we were talking about. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's a good set. Like, um, and like, listen, like the fact that they, the fact that people are going to crack boxes for those generics. So we've been saying, like, there's a lot of demand for those generics. Um, they need to just. Print more of those. Um, okay, um, I want to and want to eat some crow here. I think we were wrong last week. I think Icelander is the training wheels hero. I disagree with you. I get what Why? you're saying. Like it's easy. Like I think it's not the hero you want to teach somebody to play with. I'm not saying it's how you teach a player. That's called okay. Welcome to Wraith or okay. the new classic battles deck. But that's Blitz, and like you know, only Ken likes Blitz. If Blitz we're being is honest, a great here. teaching tool. You're so wrong. Blitz is a great teaching tool. That's what it is, though. It shouldn't be played or competitively. <laughs> it should be played for your first game and the game before you die. There could be two <laughs> games, period, in your life of Blitz. Some people like Blitz. I still think Ken. Blitz, that's yeah. him. That's the guy. I, that's I don't the one. Get into Blitz. I think Blitz would be a, a much better format if it was best two of three. But we don't even get into it. Okay, great. So, I mean, like, it's, um, you know, like, this is not how you train a new player. That's not how you teach a game. You teach right. a game with Welcome to Wraith. That's easy. Um, But, like, I think it's the training wheels one. I think it's the one that I will play next time I draft. Okay. My problem with the, saying that is, like, it breaks the core mechanics of the game. 
Oh, Not that it's a it. broken hero. It just stop it. It breaks. It. That's it, what heroes do. They have special abilities. Um. Yeah. I guess. That's I'll literally give you, your entire. I'm point. not gonna fight you on this. I'll go to. I'm tired of fighting you. It's exhausting being your friend. Just always having to argue with you. Because sometimes I feel like you just argue just for the sake of it. That's like eighty percent true. Yeah. Like it's like you don't actually. Uh, anyway. No, I think that's fine. I I still think um uh Phi is the easiest hero to play. But that's okay. You're wrong. So um, delays. You're doing a uh, midnight release. Thursday night. Well, Friday night. I guess Thursday night, Friday morning, 12.01 a.m. You get your packs. That's cool. I, I will not be that. there. Man, I wish I, I will not be there. My I will be asleep. Works, so I won't be there either. You have an employee. Have your employee do it. I know, but if I'm going to do it, I want to be there. <laughs> like, yeah, if I was going to okay. do that, I would have to, like, stream it. I don't have live stream capabilities yet at the shop. It's like the next list of the things. What don't do. you have that you need live stream abilities? What do you mean? Like I have the, I just haven't set it up. Oh, but you have I don't have, off. I don't have, like my dream is to have like a room that's like the table one room and it's always streamed. And then on Kitchen Table TCG, like my whatever events at Cavdane's Market are always streamed at table one. You can go watch. But the shop's not big enough to have like a separate room because it has to be a separate room because you need audio. Like I want you to be able to see the players and hear the audio and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we're not there yet. someday. You I should do your, that. I believe you are dream. compete esport. You're supposed to have like some esport arena. I have an esport arena. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have like you, forty well, computers. That's cool. I, I need to go to your store. I, it's like no, I you would don't think I would get you. invited. By no, you you were invited. You told me you were to be here, and nobody came. Um, it's right. it's the Louis de Gorg story. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm holding out for worlds. I'm going to worlds. Everybody, I'm going to worlds. It's going to happen. We're going to produce the best flesh and blood content that's ever there, been produced at Worlds. There is a 0% chance Fable. he's at Worlds. No, I'm going to Worlds. Me and Team Kitchen Fable, baby. We're going to produce the greatest flesh and blood content that's ever been produced. Don't don't sleep on, on Team Kitchen Fable and T- Kitchen Table TCG. Okay? It's going to be great. And we're going to do it without you. I won't be there, or so that's true. You. We should do it with you. You should sponsor it. <laughs> Tyler, is that you? You gained weight. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Denied. Um, Hold on. All right. So that's Flesh and Blood. Um, as, you, as you eat your cookie dough. Um, Pokemon Go set comes out this week. It's going to be a wild set. Um, okay. Louise all in on the ditto cards. Pokemon Go. Let's talk about the ditto card. <laughs> I like how you're stuffing your face with cookie dough in the middle of the podcast. It was supposed to be a joke, but then you, you made talk about Pokemon. Now I got to talk. Oh, God. Pokemon, this the biggest bubble disgusting. of all. <laughs> Did you just wash down your cookie dough with monster? <laughs> Pokemon. According oh to the magic historian, the biggest bubble of all. That's true. <laughs> Listen, the historian roasted me so hard. I'm still recovering. You have been super on edge since that interview. It's been so good. I'm still recovering. Uh, <laughs> mad, mad respect to him, though. Like, mad respect. Um, 
so <laughs> um pokemon go set first off the ditto card george do you know what ditto is do you know who ditto is? yeah like ditto it's like when you say something back like you say something i say ditto that means i agree with you yeah okay well the pokemon ditto it does the same thing but like if you're char- if you put a charizard out on the battlefield and i play ditto i can turn into your charizard okay that's essentially why doesn't everybody just play ditto because then it would just be like, ditto, ditto, what ditto, ditto. Can you ditto your ditto? Can I, if you play ditto, I, don't know. Ditto. I actually don't know if that's true or not. Um, I should know that, but I don't. So um, the ditto card in the Pokemon Go has a um, it has a, a sticker over top of it. That so like the ditto card is the actual card, and then there's a bunch of different stickers that can go over it. Like you can get the Charizard ditto card so it's the charizard sticker over top of the ditto card and then in the corner it's got the little ditto logo and then you can peel back the charizard and it's your ditto card freaking so cool like, pokemon gets it man like, pokemon they, gets they it just get it it's they just, just get so it freaking cool like i in a in it's like long term are those dittos going to be worth a lot of money because everybody peeled them off and like it, you know you're gonna have oh fun. if you get one do not peel it off Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. The problem Especially, is like now we know that. When I was a kid, you just ripped everything off. Yeah, hundred percent. But like the Charizard Ditto, like that kind of thing. There's gonna be a lot of um I think that's gonna be a really, really cool thing to collect. I think people it's kind of like the subsets that they do, like the training gallery. It's like people are gonna collect the ditto version of all the cards and stuff like that. It's gonna be really cool. I'm stoked about. It. Um that's that's Fuego. Uh I know like celebrations was one thing. This seems like the big set of the year, in my my opinion. Like last year, celebrations was the big set. This year, this Pokemon Go set seems like the the money set. I don't, I have no way. I have no idea what this coming out for Pokemon. I'll be honest. Uh, the next set's weird. Um, I ordered. I got my order in. Got my order in. The next set's a little weird, but this one. Wait, did I order too much? No, never. It's Pokemon. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. It's a bubble. <laughs> God, I love how of all the comments, that's the one that like clearly like haunted you. Listen, if Pokemon's a bubble, everything's a bubble. Don't like, nobody tell him. Nobody tell him in the comment <laughs> section. Just let him have that one. Nobody say anything. It's all a pyramid. Are you are you saying it's all a bubble? Nobody tell nobody nobody tell him in the in the comment section. Um, no, Pokemon set looks really cool. Looks really good. <laughs> Um, I'm doing a thing in my store. If you open a Mewtwo, so the Mewtwo is stupid hard to pull. Somebody was watching eight hours of whatnot, which like I don't remember who this is. So if this was you, I'm sorry. To it's definitely you. Lauren. It's definitely Lauren. Who watches eight hours? Lauren. Of whatnot? Like, Hi, Lauren. Lauren doesn't listen <laughs> to the podcast, so if you won't know, Lauren is streaming on whatnot now. Lauren's so a goat, so she doesn't have time to watch. I love Lauren. Lauren's the best. She's my favorite. Uh, anyway, somebody was watching eight hours of Pokemon Go streams and they did not pull the Mewtwo. So, is there a Mew in the set or is it just a Mewtwo in the set? I don't know. I, I assume there's a Mewtwo, a Mew as well. <laughs> uh, but the Mewtwo is the like chase alternate art card mm. and it's really hard to pull. So, if you pull you know one what? in my store, you get a free box of Astral Radiance. That gold, the gold fat, um, what's it called? The the blobby character never took off. Snorlax. The gold Snorlax never took off like I thought it would. Mm, yeah. From that other set. Yeah, I mean, Snorlax just isn't one of those name brand characters. I like Snorlax. Yeah. 
So, like, Pokemon's weird because uh, people collect just the Pokemon. So, like, Gengar does really well because, like, Gengar has some really cool artwork. And, and like, when a new Gengar comes out, that's really good. Obviously, Charizard, Pikachu, Bulbasaur, like, the, the original ones. If you don't get those, like, 10, it's just kind of, yeah, it's not as good. But they they got that. They know that. Um, Tell us the battle styles. So, yeah. Um, yeah, new set looks good. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's pretty excited about it. They have the ETBs releasing this week in the premium collections and some other weird collection. Yeah, it's like uh, there's like the collection boxes are interesting too because they go to the teams from Pokemon Go. So they have Team Mystic, Team Valor, and Team Third Team. I don't know. Uh, so you have like if you are that team in Pokemon Go, you'll want that box, which is kind of cool. I think I've it's had still- a lot of people pop in for it. Yeah, this is going to be a lot more than normal. Yeah, lots of interest. Good stuff. It's very, It's wild to me. I um, all right, what's next? Uh, looks like or looks like um, Genesis Origins. Uh, their printing is still ongoing. They say they'll be able to ship close to on time. Have you seen how many new content creators are popping up for Genesis? People love it, man. I mean, like, it's like, that's the Jordan type was of... the first. Jordan knows what's up. <laughs> Weren't we before Jordan? Uh, what? We were not for Genesis. No. Oh, the in, the the insult to your fellow content creators. I, I like I'm, it. I'm not insulting. Wow. Wow. The disrespect. I'm sorry. I didn't realize the Bone Zone had it first. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, no, lots of content creators popping up for Genesis. Super cool. Um, well, they, like, listen. I think that content creators now are like, okay, the boom and bust is old like all these games go to the oh it's the new magic it's the new pokemon then it's like oh shoot i have to grow underneath that and genesis has started to build underneath that before they create their own thing yeah and i think it's a lot more sustainable i think it's better i think it's better yeah i think it's better but i know it's more sustainable i know that like i know that genesis will be here in three years right I'm never percent sure. Um, and we'll, like, we'll some, talk about a lot of this stuff next week when we're talking yeah, about. I mean, games. like, I just think like but, this idea of like the new X. I think like it just hasn't panned out for these games, frankly. Well, and we get into this with the Magic Historian about can there be another top three or top four TCG? Uh, we get into this a lot with him. Well, he gets into it a lot with us. Uh, but I think next week when we talk about like how these games can continue to grow and doesn't do they need to be the next top four? Does it need to have a hundred thousand players? Does it need to have, you know, that kind of print run? We can, we can talk about this next time, but well, um, yeah, we'll have this next week, but I do think it matters like how you set up your company. Yeah. But here's my point though. Like Genesis getting more content creators is a huge win because they have the Kickstarter boxes that are coming out and people like to be like to see that stuff in front of them. If you're getting a box of Genesis from your Kickstarter and nobody's making content on the game, it kind of feels like alone. Like it just feels like you're alone. I often um, feel alone if it helps any. Yeah. Um, so I've got a buddy. Yes, me and Cookie Monster over here. Huh? Yes, me and Cookie Monster over here. That's you. Oh, I've got a monster. I've got a buddy, a local guy that I need. Like, we used to play board games together, and he would absolutely love Genesis. And I've been trying. Robbie? No, Robbie's no longer with us. 
What sure. happened to Robbie? <laughs> Robbie got a job. He's busy all the time. Never wow, Robbie is dead to Louie. <laughs> wow, did you guys see that face? <laughs> Never replies. It's it's whatever. Uh, wow. But, but Brian, <laughs> my buddy, my Brian, new, my new, my new my, Robbie, my new Robbie with shorter hair. Um, my buddy Brian would love Genesis. <laughs> Uh, and I texted him. This is like my friends, right? I texted him. I was like, "Hey, you want to get together and you know try out this new game?" He's like, "Oh, it's it's my daughter's uh, graduation from from college." I was like, oh, "Okay." Uh, he's like, "I'll text you next when it's over, like next week." Like I'm like moving her back. And then I texted him next week. I was like, "This is the longest graduation ever." He's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I'm on a trip for business." I was like, "Okay, I'll text you next week." You know, text me next week. I text it. So I, I really want to get him because I think it would be super fun now, to remember play. Or in this podcast, you said I was exhausted to be friends with. Did you ever think that maybe the Yeah, well, what I'm learning problem? is that like maybe my other friends just aren't friends and this is just what it's like to have a friendship. I was I was going somewhere else with this, just so we're clear. Uh, maybe I'm the problem. Is that yeah, the, and now we found uh, it. Now we found it. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. circle gets the square. So I'm a terrible father, according to Magic Historian. <laughs> My wife's cheating on me, according to the magic historian, and I'm a terrible friend, according to you. This is great. This is my life is going. This is the Hold best on. podcast ever. Hold on, let me. Uh... <laughs> Hold on, make sure you walk it down with some monster. Um, <laughs> this is the best. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Right. Um. MetaZoo has a Fourth of July promo going on. Send them your photo of your. <laughs> what? How are we this bored in content? Like there's How's nothing. That boring? I don't know. That one's not that exciting. There's nothing to talk about. Everyone's like waiting for the next sets. Everybody's waiting for double masters. I can't help that it's not out yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Next week we'll come out here. We'll tell you about how double masters went to a trillion dollars. You guys like, Oh my God, it's back. And then they're going to release a dumpster fiber set. The next set. You'll be like, Oh God, it's not back. So like, and, it will, and we'll like, rinse and repeat. We're in limbo because we can't really sell you. If you oh yeah. So nobody knows what the market's going to do with it. Uh, the hypothesis is that because stores aren't able to sell at less than like the one twenty ish, I think is the price point. The hypothesis is that's where boxes are going to stick to. Uh, why are you shaking your head? Because there's people selling at eighty five already. Yeah, it's going to be wild. It's just, it's, it's, here is the problem with map, and I have had this fight with Fab now for a while too. Like you guys, like. Everfest is like 65 bucks on TCG player. I can find it today on websites for $56. Yeah. That's what I pay almost. Right. Before it went on dumpster fire clearance from the distributor last week. Right. Like map, all map does is mean people won't buy your product in a timely way. If you want to keep your price high, you have to build demand. Right. That's how you keep prices high you can't force the market to accept a price it doesn't want that's not how economics work that's true for fab that's true for metazoo that's true for magic imagine if is magic said question for you is it true for um for my hero academia i don't want to talk about it i got yelled at last week my hero academia so did I. My price is on TCG Player auto corrected to the lowest price because that's how I. And this is a big issue, um, like for map pricing because my prices across the board will auto correct to like at the end of the day correct to the to the lowest listed price. I had to stop that for Flesh and Blood because I had boxes up and it auto corrected below map and then I got in trouble. 
like I didn't set the price. Like I didn't even think about it. Um, and that happened to my hereactomia too. I mean, like, and like, spoiler alert, it still people. didn't, it didn't sell, which and is that's like the, the problem. <laughs> yeah. You can't yeah. force people to buy a product they don't want to buy. Right. If you want to, if you want people to buy your product, you have to make it worth buying. Yeah. 100%. And like, you know, like, you know, why is Everfest 65 bucks? Because there's no buyers at 70. Right. Why is Everfest 65 bucks? Because there's no buyers at map. Like this, yep. like people don't want it. It's all people don't want it. It's all supply and demand. And that's and not like, that people don't want. Oh, hold on, that's not fair. It is. No, it is. Stop it. Stop it. That's not fair. It's not that people don't want it. It's that the amount of people that want it is less than the amount of supply. Okay, a comparative number of people don't want it. I right. apologize. You have to increase the demand if you're going to yes. increase the print run. And what yes. all these games have done, both of the games have done, is they've increased the supply, and the demand has actually gone down. And listen, if you want to take a look at why this is, why would I spend $450 to buy a case of the new flesh and blood product or to buy two of the new, uh, uh, sorry, I guess it'd be three of the new MetaZoo boxes when I could spend $450 and get a product that people actually want and that the demand is actually there and buy a CN1 box or a Crucible War first edition box. Like that is a much better investment of my money. And this is the problem. You like this is true for all of these games. I right. I like I think all of these games are missing this. Maybe the exception is Asada, actually. Two if exceptions, you, but continue. Who's the other one? We'll we'll talk about you, you do your little spiel. If you don't build up demand, and I think you have to build up organic demand. This yes. kind of BS buyout nonsense that these clowns do, like you do with a reserve list, it doesn't work long term. It's a great way for the price to spike. And crater. The fact that you don't understand the reserveless buyouts is amazing to me. It shows yeah. you how much you don't care about magic, to be honest. I could not care less about magic. Yeah, it, it's like shows you how disconnected you are from magic reserveless. I could not care less about the magic okay. reserve list. Yeah. I, I hope they get rid of it tomorrow. Yeah. I just bought some reserveless cards. I just bought my I bought I bought the most okay. expensive collection ever so, in my store. So I think Genesis gets us. I think I, I agree. Like if you look at their print run, why do I know where this is going? Go ahead. Where's this going? Where's it going? Is this going to Legions? No, no, no. Okay, maybe I, they haven't shared their print run stuff. They have they haven't disclosed any of their print run numbers yet. But Cryptic, um, their wave thing is a really really great solution to this problem. So they are coming out their retail boxes after the Kickstarter. The Kickstarter was. I think print to demand, you know, whoever signed up for the Kickstarter, I think that's the right way to do it. When I kickstart something, I don't kickstart it for my free attendees. I kickstart because I believe in the game and I want the company to have the money to produce their game. So their second wave that goes out to stores, that's like, it's called wave two, I think, because wave one was the Kickstarter wave, right? Their wave two will have unique cards and it will be printed at a, at a way that allows the demand to you know, grow a little bit, but won't whatever. And then they will continue to do additional waves that will add unique cards that aren't, you know, specific. They're not, um, they're not cards that are unique to the gameplay. They're just like alt art uniqueness that are different in the waves, which is a really cool way to do it. So they can increase the supply, but also keep the demand. I think cryptic gets it. I didn't include them only because they're not out yet. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of mistakes that can still happen. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, like I think, 
I'll give you a preview of next week, I guess. A a, a, a little little sneaky peeky here. So, like, the sneaky peeky is this. People are like, oh, you focus too much on prices. And I think this is the biggest BS argument I've ever heard. I don't focus on prices because of like, oh, is it is it worth more or worth less? It's because it tells you do people want it. It's yep. an indicator of yep. whether people want it at that price. It will do people people take the product. And like now we're to the point where like Fab has three sets above MSRP and MetaZoo has one, maybe two. This is a sign that the demand isn't where these games think it is. Right. Which and is the, hard. And let Which me is hard. Here. Be fair. That's the hard. sets that are below MSRP in many cases are way below MSRP. Right. And so I think you're seeing this with Fab. What did we see the, the numbers from um, Gem this past week? It's grown to. We saw 15,000 players. We increased about 1,000 for a thousand new players for pre release, which is good. But it think... also means like, who the heck wants 110,000 boxes if there's 15,000 players? Right. And was it 15,000 unique Gem IDs or is it 15,000 unique win- like that have a point? Unique Gem IDs. Well, increase in one point. So people have won a game. Okay, so there's probably more than this that week. who have actually played. Because some people don't, like you, haven't won a game. Uh, I won last week, thank you. You just get a buy. That doesn't actually I count. get a point. That would count under Gem. <laughs> but there might be more people on that list. So let's say it's 25,000. Let's just let's just say it's 25,000. But you, well, also, you also got to include people who don't play in this tournament. You have to include that. You do. You have to include that. So it's called 35,000 total. <laughs> That's still that, but like my point here, that's called thirty five thousand. That's still a lot. That's still a lot of people for. I have a question for a you. Boxes. Do you write for a New Zealand newspaper? If so, I've read your article and it's there amazing. Are tw- there are twenty thousand of professional flesh and blood players and two hundred and only fifteen thousand played at the pre release this week. I mean, like it's two hundred two hundred thousand flesh and blood players worldwide. And like, and like I don't say this to be mean. It's just like these people try. You got to grow the game, and like people don't want to be here for that. That's, like, that's the hard truth. It's like the market wants you to be the next magic tomorrow. And to my fellow collectors, that's not the way it works. Mm-mm. You're not going to be yep. the new magic in five months, two well, months, one month. To be it fair, we learned years. this. We learned this. Well, we learned we this. Were but wrong. I also think, like, listen, Louis, we're still here. Bingo. But we were wrong a year ago. Monda 1K, Monda 1K, Monda 1K, Monda 1K. In fairness, I did not expect him to produce a billion boxes and give 80% of them to one person. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. The the blame is everywhere, though. We are owning it, is my point. We own it. Listen, we we made calls that were wrong. You own that. Yeah. I mean, like... (laughs) I like mod, yeah. mod. Mod is not one K. Mod might never be one K. Um, like mod I, will never be one K. There's no I, listen. There's no nothing that in twenty years, if the game is still around, mod might be one K. But listen, like what I'm coming for you, baby. Day? What I bought a I got a Lorwyn box a couple weeks months ago. A Lorwyn Magic Gathering, one of the most iconic Magic the Gathering sets. A sealed box before anybody ever collected sets. It's like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, like. There is a cap to these boxes. 1K is above the cap. <laughs> so, I don't even think it's that. I just like, Louis, it's just like, for me, it's just, like, you know, yeah. a crew box is now $300. No, don't say that to me. 
300 to 350 if you're lucky. Don't say that to me. A crew box is. Remember when you were begging whales because it was under a (sighs) thousand? Don't make me sad. Listen, like I can only there's I'm running out of cookie dough. Like the like I I don't think a crew box is three hundred. I think it's like three fifty. I think it's like four. I know it's three fifty. I think it's like four fifty. I like how you fud every set but crew. Like (laughs) you're fudding it. Your tracker is like alpha fifty dollars. Arcade (laughs) not what happened. Twenty five dollars. I also don't have ten thousand dollars. Monarch. Twenty. I don't have more crew than the other stuff either. It's like that's not. It's just to prove me wrong. I know. I think I just love it. I just love that set so much. And like, here's my point. It feels like I home. think the first three sets I think are special. Well, like, okay. It's before all the bannings. It's before all these problems. I think it's also special because the print run was so low. I don't. I mean, like, I like. I don't know, man. Like, if somebody was. If I had, if you, if you ever left West Virginia in your flooded basement and came down to see me, something that will never happen, I know that. And I was like, "Hey, Louie, let's play some Flesh and Blood. What set would you tell me to bring from the store?" Uh, WTR. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. And in fact, if you were like, "Hey, George, bring over some Monarch," I'd be like, "Are you feeling okay, brother?" I'll come to your store if we can do an alpha draft. Deal. You know, what? I Messy. think your store needs to do some more high-end flesh and blood events, like some more like higher-end drafts. <laughs> Phil, I don't know. Like, Is that you? Can you gain weight, Phil? Like, like <laughs> God, I'm so I'm done. All right, let's move on to the magic historian. <laughs> okay, so we're about to move on to the magic historian. I've been called fat one too many times. It's time for me to be called a bad father. My wife's cheating on me, and. <laughs> That everything I own oh, is going to zero. And that you can be called child protective services on you because of your life choices. Yeah. I loved him. All right. <laughs> what warning. State are you, warning. He says, quote unquote, what state are you in? I need to call child protective services on you for quitting your job to cover this game. <laughs> it was so funny. I didn't have so a comeback. It was funny. so good. He was so I funny. I just took it on the chin, man. I so just took it on if the chin you don't time. have thick skin... Come back next week. Yeah. Thanks for watching. I'm serious. Don't watch the rest of this. I don't want to hear a bunch of whining of, he was mean to my favorite game. I'm warning you now he's going to be. And it's, on top of that, he was way more mean to your favorite content creator. He wasn't mean to me at all, I didn't think. <laughs> he he was, liked me. He wasn't mean. He was, and I don't I don't say that to be like he was unfair. It was a, it was a fun conversation. There was a lot of digging, a lot of jokes. I think they yes. were jokes. There was a I, lot of <laughs> so sure i'm not so sure but that's okay i mean like here's my point jokes you have to have thick skin to watch this if you don't just don't watch it it's fine not every piece of content is for you and you can just laugh at the jokes and you can laugh at me getting made fun of and that's what this is for i had a great time i think that this is some of the funniest content that we have ever put out it is also by far the most offensive content by far the most the most graphic yeah, and you One need of the to, beating of you, body parts. Yeah, you need to. You need to. If you have kids, listen to listen yeah. to Papa George. <laughs> Come back next week or put in the headphones. No, don't even put in the headphones because you won't be able to listen to it. <laughs> if you have kids, don't let them listen to this. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. It's been a lot of fun. Um, may this be with you. Next week we'll have a, a little bit more in depth episode of uh, some of the games. So. 
and also with you, I guess. You, <laughs> n- you nailed that, buddy. For those of you who are staying, enjoy probably the biggest roast of Louis de George that you will ever see. Uh, Hatcher took you to town, buddy. You've been trying to roast me for two years, yeah. and he did no. more roasts. He, he, like, I've been trying to roast you. That boy filleted you. <laughs> he was great. All right, everyone. May the zoo be with you. And uh, remember to be kind to the, the people around you. Now is when you say, and may the zoo be with you. So I can say all, also with, with you. you. Okay, and yep. also with you. you what know. is your average watch time? Uh, for the podcast, it's like 45 minutes. Oh, my God. So you have four views and like three of those guys <laughs> hanging hard. Hey, dudes. Good job hanging in so hard, man. I'm sorry. If it I'm helps, Danny, he's on another prison. podcast. He gets half as many views as this one. That's to, true. All, to all you fucking podcast viewers, I'm sorry you're in prison right now. <laughs> listening to this. You got nothing better to do. It's this or just giving up on life. I get it. Um, All right. Well, Hatcher, you want to give us your intro? Can we steal your intro to, for the beginning of our video? What do you mean? You're just going to take it from you're, my channel? No, you're, no like right now. You're oh, greetings. so instead of just saying, hey, can you say the intro from your channel? You say it in that uh, fucking weird way? <laughs> Is that what you're asking now. me? Are you asking me like a parrot to say the thing that I say? Am I supposed to say to you? Are you are you asking me to greet you, you guys like I'm starting a video? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, fine. let's roll, baby. Greetings, <laughs> owners of fine luxury cardboard rectangles. Welcome to what the fuck ever this is. Is this, am I actually on the screen? I don't know what a podcast is. So yeah, I'm you're doing great. You're on the screen, screen right baby. They can see your beautiful face. Enjoy a little bit of this, but if not, <laughs> then I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here, okay? I don't apparently use my time wisely. Was Do you want to buy my hero? That was can I go beautiful. now? That was beautiful. All right. That was awesome. Well, welcome to this part of the podcast. We've got Hatcher here. <laughs> part of the po- – we didn't even talk about how long this was. You were just like, yo, can I do this thing? And I gave you a time frame. Yeah, I'm usually available. I don't know. And like – how six? And then it's just like, are we, how long is this? You said you were free from six to nine. So we got yeah, that is a fucking range for you to pick in. <laughs> Holy shit. What is this, a sleepover? I mean, I looked at it and went, that's actually what they think. So I freed up the time. But you, right. you no. gotta understand. We're all in. That is Three fun. hours. No, I, I will fucking hang up whenever I want. So I, <laughs> one away. Don't even think that I'm locked in, man. I'm just saying. I want it known that I was generous enough to free up that time, but yeah. I'm not promising that time. No, that, no, that's fair. Whenever you're done having a good time, whenever Louis annoys you too much, just mm-hmm. click off. It's you know we. I understand. I wish you could do it too. <laughs> George, mm. George hangs up on me all the time. It's great. That's true. Uh, well, man, a magic historian, so stu- so stoked to have you here. We're going to chat about magic. Uh, you just put out a... <laughs> what else were we chatting about? <laughs> did, did you know that part, Mike? Well, did you know that you're here to talk about magic, or no? Is that like, news yeah, to you? Yeah, actually, here's the thing, dude. I'm 100% ready for that. You think I fuck around? I got a box. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for everything under the sun. <laughs> you didn't even know. You didn't even know. I still <laughs> So yeah, of course I knew. I'm not unprepared. I, from all the information gathered, the amount of time that would be required and everything that would be needed. You nailed it. You nailed it, buddy. Good job. Absolutely beautiful. You also put out some incredible videos this week, one of which I think we want to kind of hone in on, Spicy. Uh, which is talking about the the magic market is going to take a complete dump on everyone who owns magic cards. What, and magic what stores. And magic stores. And now you've got two uh, two owners of, uh, of magic cards yeah, mainly magic. <laughs> one, one, one and a half stores. Continue, Louis. One and a half stores. Um, <laughs> so, what, what do you say to um, a 
a store owner? Is there any peace of mind in the next couple of weeks? Oh, in the next I, couple of months? I mean, in peace of mind? More like rest in peace, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> unless, unless you have fat stacks of double masters 2022, like unless pallets and racks of 2022 are flowing in, then you are holding your dick in the wind. I'm, I'm asking you this. Would you love to have stacks of Baldur's Gate kicking around? Are people kicking down your door going, please, sir, can I buy Baldur's Gate set booster boxes? I've heard they have phenomenal EV of four dollars. I would like <laughs> you to stretch me open. Like I, so, I don't understand people who disagree that things like I have never in the entire history of the game, and this isn't fucking exaggeration. This is legit. I have never seen a set printed that has tanked in value and been this this much of a guaranteed flop pretty much in terms of you're almost guaranteed to get hosed uh, i mean the normal metrics and a lot of people don't seem to understand that the normal metrics of boxes have like a balancing equilibrium where it's not like the singles can go too far outside the range of the price of a box because if the singles are worth enough people crack boxes until the single prices move down right but if the single prices aren't worth cracking the boxes and i'm not going to spend the money open the boxes so you end up with this scenario where like the box value needs to be within a certain range it's obviously not yo we're giving away free money by a 50 dollars box you get 700 dollars. like you're clicking on an internet scam like ad right like invest 20 I do bucks, that too, make a thousand so you know dollars right that's basically what george was doing in his yeah. store where you, you you bought a box and you got a free collector pack <laughs> yeah i was giving i can't move it like uh, it a so, collector's pack i so i gave them that or a kamigawa collector's pack yeah, I mean, oh. like, I, I believe it fully because I've heard from a bunch of LGS owners and it's the same story in different variations. One is, yo, I literally put it at my cost and liquidated it. I lost, like, I didn't lose money. I lost opportunity cost. Other people are saying, yo, I sent it back to the distributor. I'm taking a hit on the money there. So you've got, like, Baldur's Gate is just eviscerating people and you have it right before Double Masters 2022. So not only do you have a product that's an absolute dog and was like hosed from the spoiler season angles of it, but then you have the Double Masters coming in to just do the death choke going, oh, were people interested in you? No, I'm sorry, you die now. Like I'm all the value, you're nothing. So you have this situation where you can go, yo, you can get five bucks out of your box. How like? How is that possible? How are people not freaking out at this point? Because magic is so rooted in finance now i started when it was all the trade economy and like lgs's would have some singles but players themselves were like swap 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 now it's money 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 and so when you get to that point where everybody's about the money and the money tanks like that that's a big warning sign this has never happened before right like there's a lot of factors where you could go maybe it's just some crazy massive outlier but i think we're moving into ugly town like people are going to empty their wallets for 2022 and i'm really sad to say this because this genuinely makes me unhappy i love magic and we're going into dominator united and the brothers war where mm. we have like old school awesome action in the brothers war and a tie-in in terms of like i don't know exactly is teferi bringing back Zalfir, all that stuff tossed together so you've got that but they're going to get host man like seriously this feels like the point where everybody is going yo inflation has both arms up inside me and is stretching as hard as it can and then like what are you gonna do i legitimately like i'm the magic historian 
But I am not a wealthy man. I am far from it to the point where I just got hit with a whole bunch of dental stuff all at once, right? Root canal for me, crowns for my lady, and a crown for me. I had been saving up money all year, selling magic here and there. Drop by the LGS, you want a couple cards, bro? I know you got something you want, that kind of stuff, right? Go get in your display case, gone like that, right? Kind of thing. So I had a little stack saved up and it felt good. And then the dental stuff showed up and that felt bad. But I said, hey, at least I've got this money and I spent it. But now I'm in the boat where I'm not going to be buying any magic probably all year, bro. And so if I'm at that point, you know what I mean? There's a bunch of other people there too. The whales are swimming in Happiness City. They're still going to be buying stuff. But how much does that support smaller products? I think that is where the stores are. Is that, you know, so like, you know, um, you might not like me after this, Mike. I want you to know it's been great having you on if I lose you here. Um, I'll just leave now. It's all good. Okay, good. That was easy. <laughs> um, you know, my store is a little bit of a larger store. We get a little bit more product. Um, oh, I see why I'm supposed to hate you. You're flexing. All right. Yeah, all right. the average LGS. Um, and then I'll be like, there's two things. A, Baldur's Gate was the first that I ever sold at a loss. I've never... I, I always just put magic away. It'll always go up eventually. Yeah. Uh, I You know, I, just put, I just usually put it in the back and forget about it and it comes up i sell it when it comes back up to the price i want to sell it for um baldur's gate's the first set i was like this is absolutely horrific we gotta dump this today like nobody wants this nobody wants this um and like the trick is this like my store is about to do very well the next couple weeks because we get a ton of double masters but like the problem is that like a most stores aren't in that boat mm-hmm. and so like that's not good for the ecosystem to have a few small number of stores do very well and a vast majority get totally trampled on. Especially because they already said that they won't be giving like the second wave to stores who didn't take their Commander Legends allocation. Right. So if you didn't take your Commander Legends allocation because you didn't have the capital because none of your you know people were buying it, now you're not going to get the set that's also going to sell well. Um, yeah, they could, they could like the thing about that is they could backtrack on it because they do like money and they could just go, yeah, we said that, but then at the end, like we'll get, we'll let you buy some now, now that everybody's had some. Do you know what I mean? It is Wizards of the Coast, so I mean, like the I agree. Nature I just, versus more cash. I just think double mat. I just think like you know, double masters is going to be such a bidding frenzy, even in the second wave. It's, and the question it's is, already insane. Yeah, why would? Yeah, it's like it's why totally would so who do you think who do you guys think it really affects? Do you think it really affects the whales and the consumer or do you think that it affects the L, the smaller LGSs? Cuz I don't know a whole lot of consumers who bought into double into uh Commander Legends and got hose on it. I know more stores who yeah. got hose on it. I think that it affects literally the entire I think it's everybody, right? Like you can go, yeah, a lot of people didn't buy into this one. That's not good. That's not a sign of, hey, these people didn't get hosed. Wizards made a product they wouldn't even touch. They weren't willing to even get burned on it. That's a bad thing, right? So people don't want to touch it. LGSs of every stripe are getting hosed by this. By the way, you didn't say anything that made made me hate you. If you run an LGS and you're successful, that's not a crime, bro. That's fucking fine. People roast LGSs all the time. If you got shitty business practices, that's one thing. But if you do a good job delivering to customers and they're coming for what you want, what the hell's wrong with that? You know, oh, what just happened to my mic? Hold on. You're good. No, it just totally rotated, bro. It was weird. And I could hear it. I could hear it. There we go. <laughs> there we go. The microphone's tired of me talking. It's like, I know you love the sound of your own voice, bro. Well, come on. All right. <laughs> all right. There we go. So, yeah, it's, it's everybody. Anyways. My theory has been 
with the way Watsy goes. There's two. I have two competing theories. I'd love your thoughts on them. Um, first is they want to kill off the small LGSs. Like, you know, the city I'm from, Charleston, South Carolina, they have, we have seven or eight LGSs. And like, really, they need three, two or three. And their goal is to make it so they have two or three, so that it's easier for distribution to distribute and it lowers the cost. They want me because I buy a pallet. They don't want the guy next to me who gets five boxes. Their goal is to kill him. Do you think that's a reasonable thought process I have or no? No, not at all. No. Okay. No, it doesn't make sense. Good. Why? Why would? Why would I want to kill off smaller businesses? You deprioritize them. It happens everywhere. Sure. YouTube works the same way. Smaller. I have three different YouTube channels, and I notice it when you go to upload things. The amount of time it takes to upload, process everything. So the Magic Historian, it gets taken care of faster. And I know because I've tested this with similar videos on them all on the same day. Everything, right? Same stats and everything. So you end up with the Historian. Upload processes faster. Fantasy Geographic, it's almost 10K. It's decent, but not as good. You move over to the Hatcher channel, I've got less than 3,000 subscribers. That gets less. That's like allocating your bandwidth, right? So, yeah. like, I'll be real with you. Wizards isn't going to care that much about distributors anymore because, like, you also don't matter, bro. In terms of LGSs, you matter. Oh, sure. But if LGSs don't matter, like, Amazon is your biggest problem. Over time, everybody turns into these selfish monsters where they'll walk into your store and they'll go, yo, check out this shop. Oh man, look at this game. Check out this game, bro. Oh, poetry for Neanderthals. Dude, I love this game. This game is dope. I forgot all about this. I always wanted this game. This is so sick, man. Oh, bro, I can get this for 14 cents less online. So yeah, anyways, what do you want to do this weekend, man? Uh, no, I don't want to leave yet. I just want to keep like shopping. I really like using places like this for looking at physical product that like you can actually pick it up and check out what it's like. You don't have to worry about returns. Like, no, you don't buy it here. Like, no, no, save your money, save your 16 cents. Fuck this place. Let it go to business. They exist for my convenience. Like that's the way of the yeah. world right now. And the, the sad truth is the more people get like that, there's no pushback. It never goes the other fucking direction, bro. Right. You turn into a massive little boutique thing. That's for like super niche individuals and everybody else goes and sucks Amazon balls. So all LGSs are eventually in the gutter ultimately over the longest timeline, but the smallest ones are about to start dying now. I think that's right. What do you what do you, what do you think is Magic's timeline on that? Do you think that's a a five year or a ten? I mean, what the thing about like Magic and timelines? I'm gonna be 100 percent real with you. I thought that the only thing that could really like crush Magic into the ground and really lay it low was something like a worldwide catastrophe, like a worldwide catastrophe. And then it happened like one on a level. I literally couldn't conceive of happened and magic just went, it's gains clock and just started pulling in crazy money and just went, uh, uh, money, 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 best year ever, best year ever, like year after year. And I was just like, nothing can kill magic. Like, yeah. The amount of things it will take to kill magic, it's a slow deterioration. And the truth about magic that most people don't understand, especially when they see those big flashy titles that I love with my big moop face, magic's dying, this is the end, or whatever. It's like, bro, nobody's here to watch the end. Do you know why? Because when magic dies, nobody fucking cares. Here's yeah. when magic dies. When wizards go, bro, you want four ancestor recalls? Give us six bucks. We'll print yeah. you four fucking ancestor recalls with your name on the bottom. Six bucks, bro. Give us a hundred bucks. We'll give you four of every magic card ever made. You know what I mean? 
people would snap that up, but the people who are around would be a fraction of who was left because everybody right. jammed the fuck out. Magic has tons of money in it, and it will be yeah. around for a long time. But individual LGSs, the problem is they're passion projects. That's part of the reason I love LGSs so much, and I hate watching them die, because they're fucking beautiful little butterflies flying on their beautiful little butterfly wings, and these motherfuckers don't know that they're flying straight into the flames, and then their wings catch fire on the edge, and like, I can make my bills, I can make my rent, as they drift slowly towards the ground with their sin. I'm like, no, you're incinerating, you beautiful creature. And you're, then I just fucking describing Louis's life. He's, you're giving <laughs> Louis PTSD. I want to make sure you know that. <laughs> that's uh, that's how I live my life, right there. <laughs> that's like uh, it's, it's funny. Were you listening to our conversation earlier today between me and Louis? Or <laughs> just, like, were you were you tapping in? Just, I'm, I'm just saying. Like uh, the thing about me is, LGSs are like a second home to me. I grew up like. I don't know, man. I, I remember I didn't have any money to even like get into the tournaments. And the Storner yeah. was a nice guy. He like for my pride, instead of just letting me in for free, he gave me this like push broom. Was like, go sweep the basement. Thinking back, I realized it didn't even need to be swept. But he was basically, you could earn your way in, right? And I had like yeah. nothing. And I went and played there for like so many years, so many memories. And LGSs are just like, whenever I go to a new city, I always like look for the LGSs. They're not for everybody. I mean, a lot of people are like, nah, son, those places stink. Like the people in there, hose, hose them down. Wash your furniture and your tables. It's disgusting. I saw, I saw pictures of an LGS that was incredible. I saw the pictures and I was like, oh, they must run their LGS out of a restaurant or something. Because look at that. It looks real nice. Yeah. And then I find it. I'm like, that's your LGS? That's amazing. It doesn't look like a hole in the wall where the carpets are this thick and full of questionable whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like LGSs are the first LGS I went to. You had to know somebody who knew about it because it was in a back alley in like an unmarked door. And so you were just taken down this like what felt like as a kid, a secret alley into this place where there's all these crazy cool things, including magic in the basement. What's like the inside of a castle with rough hewn stone walls like it was amazing so yeah dude i don't know lgs's are special to me obviously from my own personal bias and nostalgia and i hate watching them die yeah That's rough. Uh, so let me try on another theory on you then here let me see if this, let me see if this one holds more water with you all right so i you know my customers always complain you know now they're complaining about double master's prices i believe saying, the first part for sure your customers saying, always yeah. complain yeah, yeah saying it's like oh it's so they expensive. have to deal with you that's what I was trying to say. I was trying to make sure. I want. I want to make sure that the joke is specifically about yeah. you and just not about people <laughs> in general. I've heard yeah. it from better. It's all right. Um, so the and they're like the boxes are so expensive. Like you know what are they doing? I said, listen, you guys are buying it. I have a list a mile long of people dying to spend the price I'm charging for double masters. When you guys don't buy a two hundred fifty three hundred dollar booster box, they'll stop making them. Until yep. then. You're telling them it's okay to charge that. It is that simple. And the funny thing is explaining, like, you can explain that to them. It still won't change anything. It's no. never it's never changing. Wizards is never going to go, you know, we could print a set for two or three times the price. But what we could do is put a bunch of reprints in a set that's only, like, regular price. That they would bludgeon that guy to death, throw him out the window. Be like, You're done, son. <laughs> you are done. Kill that man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not, like, not not only have they become more expensive, the booster boxes and the, especially the specialty products, yeah. but they're also like every three weeks. Like we yeah, just oh yeah. had a there's, set. There's like, a you know, 
We didn't even get Infinity, bro. Think about yeah. all the shit we had. We didn't That's get true. Infinity. I assume you guys obviously are in the loop about the delays they just announced about the Commander decks as well as the Secret Layers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like they can't they can't keep up with the amount of stuff they want to make, right? They're just like, bro, we want to milk you guys so hard. We're going to milk you so good. And it's like, can you please just make the products, bro? Like, I have to admit that Baldur's Gate was epic from the standpoint of it's unlike anything I've ever seen from almost every perspective. Like, the hype season was completely dick-punched by full third of the set getting leaked, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, even before Capenna came out, Baldur's Gate got leaked. And you know what people were saying? And this is hilarious to me. They're like, yo, the Wizards did this on purpose. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, these leaks are on purpose. And I'm like, do you, do you understand the Magic product hype cycle? Like, they're trying to hype Capenna up, this stupid mobster. Yo, 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 don't mention booze in your store or have anything that looks like a drink, but there's booze in the artwork. And it's like... Uh, anyways, like, we gotta sell this mobster garbage to people, bro. What's up with this Bob? Like, we can't be doing this Baldur's Gate shit yet. That's our next hustle. And then Baldur's Gate comes along. Not only does it get gutted like that, but before the set's even out, we're moving into, like, the, like, immediate hype before pre-release where motherfuckers like me are getting the boxes and we're going, ooh, look, we got it a little early. But all of a sudden, oops, guess what? Double Masters 2022 comes out of some of the packs, and now... It's dominating the conversation every day. It's just Double Masters 2022. So Baldur's Gate stood no chance. It was fascinating in how badly that set got hosed. On like, If they had made a strong set, though, it still would have been able to stand up. That's the problem. They didn't make a good product, and the hype was murdered for it, so it had nothing. They could have taken 10 cards from Double Masters and put it into Baldur's Gate. And I agree. Three. Even yeah. three. Yeah. But, uh, you know what? Honestly... Go put um, Jeweled Lotus in every Commander yep. Legends set. Because then, if somebody sees the Commander Legends name, even if they're like, you know, people will just buy one randomly like a lottery ticket. There's people who come in and they'll just buy a box or whatever. But there's people who's like, I'm just going to grab a few packs. And if they know, I see the name Commander Legends, I can get a Jeweled Lotus, I can trade that to anybody. It's the biggest Chases card in the set or whatever. It's not going to hurt it that much to slap it in a few sets. Yes, it will push the price down a bit, but it guarantees you have a name card people know. Then you put in Dockside Imperial Seal, you call it a day. That's enough big juice to get the set actually having a little more legs than praying that those dragons, which they fucked up and didn't put in the set boosters right, and for the first time in Magic's history, made draft booster boxes more attractive, which has undone all the work they've done trying to psychologically manipulate us into the set boosters, where they intentionally print more set boosters first and then go, well, guys, we can't deliver draft boosters. I guess you'll just have to deal with set boosters. Good thing we're trying to push those anyways. Oh, look, our sales data. Time time says time to change because sales data says set boosters are more popular. Yeah, because that's all you let us sell at first, you dicks. When it was hyped <laughs> to begin with, you stack the deck and then tell us the results of the stack deck. Eat my ass. It's so fucking obvious to anybody who's paying attention but all the people in the game you got to understand magic players have a life cycle of a year a year and a half for like even the more invested ones right so yeah, most right. of them are like show up whatever the game is now that's what the game's always been then they're out the door dinosaurs yeah. like me are just over here yelling in their corner turning red <laughs> begs you to be okay it's like take your meds grandpa all right shut <laughs> over there come back when you're here to tell us about how everything's awesome and how much money stuff is worth Huh. So well, let me let me ask you that. Do you think oh, there's an upper Do I limit? get to ask questions at some point today? Yeah, when you're done. When I'm done where's asking the, you. Where's your, mute, where's your mute button? I don't know. They're, Talking about grandpa's over in the corner. Guys. 
Come on now, ladies, don't fight over me. Thank you. Thank you, Magic. I appreciate that. He's very rude to me sometimes. Do you think there will be an upper limit to what people will pay? Or is it just like, listen, yes. enough car- enough good cards are in there. Screw it. I'm all in. There is an upper limit. There has to be. It's not like wizards can get infinite money. But here is the staggering truth. I couldn't tell you what that upper limit is. Wizards couldn't tell you what that upper limit is. They've made weird-ass products like the Throne of Eldraine Deluxe. Get a binder with thorns on it. Get a weird nine-card page. Like, everything they make sells. The only time products really fail is when they just hump that dead horse for like an extra year where they just beat the dead horse and then they get behind it and keep going. Like they did when they went, you know what, the master sets, like the first master set came out and it was pretty much one of the best sets ever made. Loaded with reprints at an amazing price point to the point where you could buy a box from an LGS and immediately sell it for more. Now that means there's obviously some room in the market to make some changes. Wizards saw that and went, there's a frenzy around this. And there was, because you could open packs, you would get amazing comments, you would get amazing, like it was an amazing set. It was literally designed to get cards into the hands of modern players. But Wizards saw how well it went and went, Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, we left so much money on the table. So you got two things you can do in that situation. You do one of two. You either jack the price or you decrease the amount of value that you put in the set. But Wizard said, no son, Oh, and they double thumbed it. So they went, we're yanking the value plus, guess what, this one's more optimized for draft, which is Wizard's basic excuse for all the commons and uncommons will suck. Plus we get to shove a bunch of jank bag rares on you. We need these reprints in for archetypes and draft, even though these sets aren't really built for that. It's to get reprints in your hand anyways, eat our ass, right? So Modern Masters 2 comes out, Modern Masters 3 comes out. A lot of music going on. The writing on the wall, these modern singles are fucking tanking into the dirt and they can't have that because God forbid people can get cards at reasonable prices even when they're paying twice the price and the packs have shit in them so they go well how do we do this move another formats oh my god eternal masters well fuck us running where else can we go now you know what we don't need to tie them to formats why don't we make a best of classic set for the last like history of magic last 25 years and they're like good job make it and then they went you know what why don't we split it into two sets and that's how you got iconic masters and masters 25 and these arrogant cockbags thought that imperial <laughs> recruiter and Drain would be enough to push those sets so lgs has got left holding their dick with boxes upon boxes of master sets that were such a dog that wizards of the coast literally went yo we're discontinuing master sets and you have to understand when they say they're discontinuing a product it's because it failed and then these fucking dickheads <laughs> took it a step further by taking the unfinished graveyard master set because they said we're scrapping masters but we're going out with a big last cash grab. they cr- And they succeeded too. I, it pisses yeah. me off how well they succeeded in <laughs> fucking deluding people. So they take Graveyard Masters, they reskin it as Ultimate Masters. They make those cheap, shitty box toppers that were the first box toppers ever and were really garbo quality. They dropped the set like three weeks before Christmas with no hype season, which never fucking happens. And they jacked the price up by 20 to 30%. And when people ask why they jacked the price up, they had the nerve to say, because they're sending the master series off in the style it deserves. It was literally <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> you. Like they literally just like, eat our dicks, man. And the master sets only came back when they had a production delay with Commander Legend had to be pushed to the other way. Shit, we gotta make a set, what? Grab another unfinished master set, call it double masters put a bunch of shit into it and then people went monkey shit dumb for it and bought it and they went the master sets are back on the menu even though yeah. everything is a reskinned master set when they said they were done with the master set what they actually meant was we're going to still make 
three times the cost it sets. What do you think Modern Horizons is? What do you think right. Modern Horizons 2 is? It's just the master sets. Well, it's not, really, it's not reprints now. It's just new stuff we're throwing into Modern. Oops, did we break the format all the time? More money for us? Get fucked. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, man. They uh, that was that was a long ass rant. I may have kind of diverged from the initial. It's great. You nailed but, it. Yeah. You nailed it. No, that that's everything we we need. Um, now that's good. So uh, I was going to ask, you know, when we oh, so, when we started this podcast, uh, you know, we were, we were talking a lot about Flesh and Blood and MetaZoo and you know alternative card games. And at the beginning of this year, when we saw the release cycle for Magic: The Gathering, we said, "Uh oh, Magic's back." We had a horror, like last year was kind of a horrible release cycle. You had like Crimson Vow that didn't do super good. You had, um, uh, <laughs> I wonder why, I wonder why that's a perfect example of them splitting sets up. Sets up. They were like, right. yo, take one in a strut set, stretch it into two, and then don't even spend any time writing a story or make a, like the story drove me crazy. Oh, Olivia's going to take the witch and whatever. And it's like, there's four planeswalkers right there to Teferi can control time. That, that's just a vampire. She can't do anything. No, but she has to leave. Why? Because we got a whole nother set and you got to see her get married. And I'm like, can I just drink bleach? <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. So, we, you know, with this year, it, it was kind of like a shock to us at how much they were. We, we said two things. We said, number one, they're going to be putting out too much product. Oh, uh, yeah. But, that's but the name that, of the game now. But yeah. that doesn't matter because magic always sells. And we said, number two, it's going to be like it, it's going to bring excitement back to the game for people and one thing particular for me was the brothers war and dominaria these two sets coming out that just like the lore behind it the, the you know you talk about um people leaving magic every year and a half right well like people are going to see dominaria and be like oh my gosh i love dominaria when i when i was involved in it four or five years ago and they're going to come back to those sets what do you what were you most excited for at the beginning of the year and what has been the biggest change and then what are you still excited for the whole year i've been excited for the brothers war bro that is the ultimate like i started way back in the day i've got the brothers war novel right here the entire weekend in fact has been dedicated to working on a one hour like and i mean i've been working on it before but this whole weekend was spent working on this one hour the fifth episode of the lore series so for me the brothers war is what i've been most hyped about i'm most curious about dominary united because i want to know if it's going to be is dominary united against the phyrexian threat is it that teferi has finally found a way to phase his homeland of zalfir back in after learning how to undo his magic with the help of ren and seven right so like i've got that going on for me, that was really it. The first part of the year was more, I'm going to try and make it through it because I like traditional swords and sorcery style fantasy the most. So I really don't like mechs. I didn't like when in the middle of the Urza storyline, they decided we're going to put Battletech mechs into the cards. I was like, oh, bad luck. I don't like this. But they, had, they did the mechs in Kamigawa. It didn't stick out too much. Kamigawa was okay. I thought like it didn't really feel too jarring and it seemed like it did a good job of drawing in new people, yeah. satisfying older fans of Kamigawa. Like, I would rate Kamigawa as a successful set, even if it wasn't my particular cup of tea, and I didn't find it particularly jarring. New Capenna, however, is pretty jarring. It is very modern-esque. It's not modern our time, 
but modern comparatively, right? And Wizards was kind of fast and loose with the story because they're like, yeah, whatever. It's a gangster site. Ob Nixilis is here. Why is he here? I don't know. He wants something. And then what happens? He gets poked in the neck and leaves. Oh, all right then. If that's what you say, you know what I mean? We're going to show this card, like this artwork. Oh, you read the story? Check out this artwork. It shows a moment that literally can't happen. Here's a bunch of other artwork that contradicts what you read. Thanks for paying attention. And I'm like, oh, no. So, like, the reprint sets, I get excited for particular aspects of them. I love to talk about magic cards, so it's a reason to talk about cards that already exist, so that's cool. And you get things like the gorgeous Richard Kane Ferguson artwork. I love Richard Kane Ferguson. He's like my favorite Magic the Gathering artist. So having like random new artwork from him is awesome. That So yeah, ultimately, very long answer, excited about the last two sets of the year. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the the magic world will follow suit with that? Or is that a magic historian community thing in itself? Oh, this is like, this is probably good. It's it like, it's going to be really bad, probably. Um, <laughs> like, I, no, no, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Go, go to the, go to, go to an average magic player and be like, bro, if I say Dominaria to you, how hyped do you get? You're like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, well, what if I told you Dominaria was going to be united? D Domino's Pizza? What are we talking about? Like, <laughs> now we're talking. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the level where a bunch of people aren't going to care. The people who care about lore are going to care. And the old guard are going to be psyched about the Brothers' War, but that could all, depending on a wizard's, does it. There's all kinds of crazy theories. People think that they're like, the Brothers' War is going to be like, they're going to go back in time and change it, and Mishra's going to be whatever. And I mean, they've got awesome theories. These are really fun theories that really kind of, to me, ignore reality. Because ultimately, I think what's going to happen is Wizards is just going to go, we already have the Brothers' War story written, and they're bound to have artwork kicking around they can already just shove into the set. It's way cheaper to use a story you have written than to go, we're doing an alternate timeline and paying a new author and all this other stuff. And now this guy happened. And it's like, but you, you're not even going to continue that new storyline. Like, that's just going to be the end of it. Right. It's just a one-off. So I think what it is, is they were trying to hedge their bets where they go, beginning of the year, we're going crazy wild. Like, Kamigawa was never meant to come back. You guys know how it works. If a magic set fails, that world is dead right like you're gone forget it so kamigawa failed but it was also pretty much designed to fail kamigawa was intentionally made as a weak like block because mirrodin was so insanely overpowered that back when wizards felt like they need to kind of equalize the power pool instead of just gasoline gasoline they uh, they made kamigawa and kamigawa sucked because here's the thing when you make weak garbage, you can't just go, we're going to make a whole block that's weak to bounce out that entire block that's too strong. Because it's like, bro, here you go. We're going to give you the hard stuff. And now you got to come down and here's your partying with water. And you're just like, what is this, bro? And it's like, you had yeah. too much. You need this water. You're like, I don't care about dehydration. And so people are like, I'm walking. I'm leaving. And so everybody just leaves. And Kamigawa is, it's awful. Like, there's so much weak garbage. Now, there are fan favorites over time through Commander, but... Kamigawa's trash. So what does Wizards do? They go, bro, 
check out that fucking Cybercop 2077, man. That's some hot shit. Everyone's excited about Keanu Reeves. That's the goodness. How do we harness that? You know what? Let's try and get a crossover going. And then they're like, okay, but how, like, we'll get them for a secret layer, which they ultimately didn't end up doing. This is all right. speculation, but I feel pretty solid about it. So we're working on doing a secret layer and like a full on tie in, but they can't make it happen. Doesn't matter though. They go, Take a property we know that people recognize the name of and like, but we have zero chance of ever going back to. So take one of those dead dogs out back and skin it, and we're going to fill it with a robo body. And so they took Cyberpunk 2077, they took Kamigawa's dead body, pulled its skin off, and stretched it over, and Cybercop 2077 Kamigawa edition reporting for duty, right? And then... That's how you get stuff like that. Like Kaldheim was basically a new world, but Kaldheim was, um, oh, well, Kaldheim was supposed to be that, well, I, the game isn't coming to me. But you've got, like, it's Strixhaven. Strixhaven was supposed to be Harry Potter until Wizards of the Coast, like, decided that they didn't politically agree with J.K. Rowling and all, whatever. I don't pay that much attention, but that's the kind of stuff. And so they ditched that and then went, it was never going to be a Harry Potter tie-in. I mean, it's just a wizard school that has a prominent sports game and literally has names of characters from the Harry Potter series they <laughs> accidentally printed on the cards and didn't manage to print properly because we changed the digital files somewhere, but the original ones made it onto the cards. So the cards actually have the name from the guy from Harry Potter, but trust us, it's not him. Wah, wah, man. <laughs> Come on, right? Like, yeah. they have to lie because they're a corporation and that's what they do to us, but come on. Right. That's facts. So do you... So you're looking forward to the last two sets here. Um, yeah. Do you think that there's something inherent about the D and D sets that make them all just suck, or is it no, like? Is it like? No, 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 okay. no, no! I love Dungeons and Dragons. Are you kidding me? Like Magic: The Gathering is swords and sorcery goodness. That's what it's all about. Fuck you! I'm gonna set your face on fire. I'm gonna summon up a dragon. I'm gonna slap a knight on his back. He's gonna come cut your ears off, and then the dragon's gonna fly away with your ears. Like okay. it's good times. I'm gonna right. traverse the multiverse, <laughs> setting you on fire. Dungeons and Dragons has all that goodness, man. Dungeons and Dragons has like you could make a million magic sets out of D and D. The characters from D and D are so rich. Let me give you an example. Do you know shit about Nine Fingered Keen from Baldur's Gate? He's never even heard of any of the words you just said. Nine-fingered Keen, or I'm going to give you a short version. Nine-fingered Keen, basically abducted as a kid by a one-eyed elf, right? Okay. This elf cuts off her little finger and holds her for ransom kind of deal. She gets ransomed off. She joins the underworld, moves up as a thief, eventually figures out where this fucking dude is, right? He's hanging out at this bar. So she goes and meets him and she fucks him up she carves out one of his eyes like his other eye to blind yeah. him cuts off all of his fingers except the smallest ones on his pinky so he can't really do shit and then she buys the bar instead of killing him she buys the bar that he likes to go to and provides him all the food and drink and whatever else that he wants knowing he's going to live a very long time she even provides him free smoke but has it laced with the yolk of cockatrice eggs, so he has crazy nightmares every night when he goes to sleep. So yeah, yeah, that's one fucking card in that set, and nobody knows that shit, bro. How many people are talking about that? I know one place. I know one YouTube channel where you can hear about that. Mine. Do you know what I mean? So two, there is so two, much lore. You can, you can hear on Kitchen Table TCG now. <laughs> that's not true. 
<laughs> you know what? I bet you there are other channels talking about it as well. But who can who can know all the YouTube channels that yeah. exist, really? But oh, that's how I feel, though. I feel like the Dungeons and Dragons set have so much to offer that Wizards of the Coast is fucking brain damaged doing what they did. Like you're making throwaway sets like Capenna. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, the Sopranos, who cares, right? Like that makes perfect sense. Cyberwang 2044, you get one set out of it. Dungeons and Dragons is infinite. It's infinite. You only need to make a couple hundred cards a set. It's like the deepest well. Like you could sell people 15 different fucking Elminsters and I am not exaggerating. This is a property that should be cultivated well. Like they literally do crossovers with full on books between them. This is the biggest untapped wasted potential and dnd sets might be dead because of the way wizards yeah i was just gonna say did they just screw it up they might have just i mean they might have just murdered it yeah can the market really hear another one yeah you got you got commander i'm getting fucking heated right over the dnd shit because i i like it frustrates me bro i love magic so much and people are like you hate the game no you don't get it this is passion man that sounds like me and my channel with flesh and blood i just want to be good i want to have a good time with it so it's like they're there as louis takes a sip from his beer reminiscing on what he's done wrong with his life i like that that's good that's good he's like <laughs> um all right so uh, tell me uh, uh, let's transition the conversation um you are that face you said that let's look on your face for uh, he always has that face whenever let's i do transition. anything all right boo-boo. Let's well, go. We're, we're 40 minutes in i'm, I'm curious um w- only two hours and 20 minutes ago go ahead louis <laughs> Uh, you know, we talk a lot about alternative card games, uh, Flesh and Blood, uh, MetaZoo. We talk about Cryptic. We talk about a lot of uh, these oh, new card games. Cryptic, Cryptic, Genesis. Cryptic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that there's a place? <laughs> I've never heard of Cryptic. Yeah, it... <laughs> That's what it sounded like the first time. I legit was just like, is that one again? And he said, it. I'm like, all right. I heard something different. Do you do you think that there is a place for these games in the market, uh, or do you feel like the market's tried and it's uh, it's just too much? That Magic has too Magic can't fail. They have too much. You know, they have too much going on. They've done too much wrong. How and big are you still... going to span this question up before I get to answer it? All right, go ahead, answer. Thank you. Break too much. Break too much. I'm starting to lose the lose the fucking thread of it, man. Um, so basically, what you're trying to ask me is. Do small, like, you're asking if smaller card games have a place in the marketplace. Now, the question becomes, are you asking me, can they gain a foothold as big as something like Pokemon Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh? Or yeah. are you asking me, can they survive as a product? Now, I, I, is there, is there, right now we have the big three. Is there a big four? Does that I happen? I mean, if there is going to be a big four, I doubt it's already out there. Because, I mean, if you look at the factors that it takes to make a big game, it's extremely difficult. Magic established the genre. It's literally the progenitor of everything. It is literal magic. You can, like, it, it's it's capturing lightning in a bottle. It, I was there when it started. It's a fucking phenomenon. Do you know what I mean? And, like, there was no internet to spread this game. This game spread when there was no internet, like it was legit, just we're going to play this game. We're all fiends for it. It's amazing, right? So you've got that. And Magic had that. And the King of the Hill, I got here first. What are you going to do? I've just been eating, getting big and strong. What are you going to do? My muscles are massive. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm on the hill. And then you've got games like 
Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And they they make um they make their inroads based on hitting demographics that magic doesn't the same way, first of all, right? So you have like you have the kitty angle where the younger ones who aren't quite like they're basically their mind's not ready for magic. You know, they're ready for, yeah, my unicorn comes and runs into the gumbo field. You know, like they're not ready for That's my speed, my, baby. Daddy, why'd speed. you set me on fire or whatever, right? Like it's it's a different vibe. So You've got that, but mostly you've got television nostalgia, just mass brand appeal, right? Pokemon is a phenomenal, like magic and Pokemon, you look at the two, magic is magic all on its own. Pokemon has Nintendo Switch games, Pokemon Go, it has everything. Like Pokemon is a gigantic sprawling megalith of doom. So it just has to unfurl part of its being into the sphere. And it's it did a long time ago. And you can't get rid of it now. It's got pretty much almost as gross a moneyed atmosphere as magic does right now, although some of that is bubble-esque, right? So it's not exactly the same. Like magic's the grandfather. Oh, let us sit in our leather chairs game. And like Pokemon's the- I want to warn you right now, about 75% of Louis' net worth is in Pokemon. <laughs> so if you could please be please. very careful about the bubble and Pokemon Some, talk, somebody, he'd appreciate it. Somebody please don't let my wife know sell what it. he just said. Sell it right now. Why are you here on this right now? You should be selling that shit on the internet. This doesn't right air till now. Friday. He's don't got four days. He's Pokemon fine. Pokemon has there's nothing under that it's not it's not like it's a good game have you ever seen anybody play it it's terrible people <laughs> buy it for their stupid kids man like what are you doing what are you watching logan paul or something where do you get your advice from right, Louis, i have a question is there somebody you've constantly tried to get on this podcast i'm just spitballing here yeah um hatcher Oh, is there anybody else? I remember there's somebody else you constantly bring up every other podcast. I don't remember that person's name. Oh, uh, why, why would you bring nobody? Nobody worthwhile is going to come on this, dude. <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's that's it. I'm like the best you're going to get. So live it up. Well, and this is this that's all it. we wanted, honestly. That's why this, this, this is the this height. Is, this is the that's pinnacle. Right. This, this is, is it. Pinnacle. I feel just as bad about it as you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think there's room for a fourth? You think it's it's just? Oh no 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 no! You didn't let me finish said. my long-winded answer. If right, you don't well, let continue. me go on for a long time, you won't get your answer. That's how this works. All right, I got to <laughs> hear my own well. voice for a certain amount of time before I'm allowed to finish. That's mm -hmm. how that works. So there's definitely room for a fourth, but you got to have that star power. That's it. You got to have something that makes you so big you're unavoidable. You are unignorable, and that is exceedingly hard to do. All these motherfuckers right now. Flesh and blood, flesh and who? Flesh and what? Do you know what I mean? Metazoo, meta what? That's that's all that. It's all, it's nothing. It's literally nothing. And that's not to insult the games, right? <laughs> people will take that personally. They'll go, I like flesh and blood. That's fine. You can like things. But if a lot of people don't like them and I tell you that, that's not my fault. Do you know what I mean? Like Metazoo especially has, I, the thing is, is when I start to enjoy a game, I start to look at it. I've got an analytical brain and I will overthink things. And so it happened when I got into Keyforge and I started to see the flaws with the game. And MetaZoo already has a few really big, like there's, I literally wrote down a title for a video I was already planning on making called MetaZoo will never succeed because of cards like this. So I already see big problems with the game on top of the fact that there's like a big investment culture, I understand where people are trying, I, 
the game already has a reserved list and whatever. Like, I've got some big, big reservations. I haven't really gotten into the game. I've only opened one booster box because the company sent me a couple, right? And like, I thought it was, it's funny. Like, the whole way I was introduced to MetaZoo is a really bad look for a game. When an LGS owner goes to you and says, here, here are some packs of a game that's terrible. I didn't order this as a product to sell. I gave this to you to make fun of. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. I'll laugh at whatever oh this is. God. Like that's how it was introduced to me. So I was like, okay, uh, you know hi, what I Mike. mean? I want to say I'm thinking of you, buddy. <laughs> what? Mike. What he... Mike uh, is a Mike owns MetaZoo and uh, watches every episode. So you might say hi to him. Hello, good, what, was, excellent. And he'll then maybe he'll it... hear what I have to say, right? Because yeah, he will. You know, he ab- I promise you, he will. So I mean, the thing is, I lo- the, it, I was put in an interesting position where I had the MetaZoo packs. And I had them on the I had them on my wheel over here for the wheel stream the one night where we were just yep. gonna crack them. And I had the name and the title. And then when I was doing the stream, MetaZoo never came up on the wheel, but the MetaZoo YouTube channel came to my stream and they were like, Hey, you got MetaZoo. And I'm like, oh hello. And I'm just like in my head, I'm like, oh, I guess this is mildly awkward. The only thing I know about your game is somebody I already know runs an LGS said it's terrible and that I should make fun of it. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I like making fun of things and I'll take these packs because why not, right? So I'm like, we should send you out a care package. And I'm like, whatever it was, I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you want to send me out a straight, whatever it is you think I need, a straight jacket after seeing this, you knock yourself <laughs> out. But I was just like, it's a little bit weird that like I've, I've literally already been predisposed against your game because of other people. I've heard negative things about it having like a reserve list and it's shouldn't you establish a game before you worry about like, it's, I wanna be very clear. It's a difficult line to walk to try and establish a new game, right? Because if your game is worthless, you're dead. You are dead. If everyone sees your cards are worth five cents, get lost why would i touch your game like if there's no money in the game then like there's this insane mentality in the card game market where the games i play have to be worth stuff nobody does this with monopoly nobody goes yo this monopoly game i'm buying bro it better be worth more later you know what i mean like i better be able there better be a good resale value on this legend of zelda monopoly game i'm buying so it's a particular aspect of card games that i hate but it exists and it's inextricable. Wizards of the Coast has done a very good job of baking it into the market, and it has spread to every aspect of it because I feel the same way. If I see a new card game that people are into, I will go and check the price markets and stuff, and that is part of how I judge the health of a game. So if the idea is to put in a reserve list because you're trying to create a baseline of health for your game, I understand that mentality, but I don't see how it could actually work because if you don't have genuine demand, a reserve list is essentially like a waste of time, right? I mean, these are bigger issues that could take a lot of time. And that's not the biggest thing that I found for me with MetaZoo. The biggest thing for me was, I think that if a game is gonna have a real position, you have to have people in stores playing this game, right? Mm -hmm. So to do so, you have to pay attention to the environment that you are creating, okay? And I never thought that I would have a conversation about consent in card games. It's a very odd position to find myself in. (laughs) I got the booster box that I was sent and I opened it up and it actually made me start liking MetaZoo quite a bit. MetaZoo feels very much like unmagic at the beginning. It has an adorable charm to it. And so I went from being like, yo, I was told this game sucked to Why was I told this game sucked? I should have been told this game was wonky, but it's also fucking delightful. I started to read the silly shit. Yo, if there's a snowman nearby, if you're near a forest or whatever, I'm like, okay, this is different. This is fun. Then you get into the ones where it's like, 
you got to be a guardian to a kid. I, I don't need an 18 year commitment to get a bonus <laughs> on a card, right? Like, <laughs> but I can tolerate that. I think right. I might actually have the card I was going to do a video on kicking around here. Yeah, here it is. This is the one right here. Cards like this. This is where you're going to run into a genuine problem with your game. And you should never, ever make cards like this. This is a huge mistake, right? This mad gasser of Mattoon. Now, I'm not talking about the way they did the artwork or whatever. I don't give a shit about any of that aspect. I'm talking about what this card actually represents, right? This isn't banned. Am I correct? This isn't banned in events or anything like that? I don't mm -hmm. think so. Okay, so I already looked over the MetaZoo tournament rules because I wanted to understand what was banned, how things yeah. work, right? Where are my notes? So it seems like a lot of thought was put into trying to make sure that the LGS space would be respected, other people would be respected, right? Yeah. But at the same time, by coming to any MetaZoo event, you are consenting to have people just rip farts around you. You are consenting to taste <laughs> the the like inner winds of other people's intestines. That's what this card does. There's no ban rule about it. It literally says if you hear people farting, then this card gets a bonus. There is a strategic reason to just, I'm gonna eat beans before I go to, there's a bunch of unwashed fuckers who come to these events. Game stores have a funk. Yu-Gi-Oh has a fucking rule that says you have to hose your gross body down before you come to our events. And Magic pretty much needs one half the time, right? So if you just wanted it to be played in a place where there's an awful smell, just say it's a bonus in an LGS. You don't need to tell people because not everybody is gonna come to that conclusion. But the type of people who do, are going to create a terrible environment because they're going to feel it's justified. They're going to have looked online. They're going to see the rules allow for it. It's a strategic bonus, and you have tournaments for how much money? What was the biggest tournament for this game? I'm sorry, how much? Was it like $100,000? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Would you eat beans until you shit your pants for $100,000? How much, money, how much money would it take for you to like just blow your insides out trying to win bro what happens when this is the whole meta this is your game this is professional level play you yeah. can't have it so, both ways you can make goofy cards you can't have this stuff inside the envelope of professional play like it's it's ridiculous i love the silliness but it's absurdity it's totally right. like this is people will do it it will happen it's not yeah. going to happen everywhere but i've run tons and tons of tournaments i've been a tournament organizer for years i've been to, like the, a lot of people who come to like events they're not the most socially adjusted people do you know what i mean like that's me so yeah to me this like people are gonna go you're blowing it out of proportion wait until some guy's farting in your mouth and then tell me or maybe you're saying <laughs> that i've got a problem because you want me to taste your insides well i don't it's not yeah. worth it it's it's too much mine are it's delicious first of all um I think the the other issue we've heard about MetaZoo from like competitive players are that a lot of the promos are very limited and very powerful. Yeah, I mean uh, the, the game guy is, who the game is small now. I mean, what are you supposed to do? The power is going to be concentrated somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, but the like the the promos that are limited to like three hundred and fifty copies, or like recently uh, there was a, a oh a, a are New they York, like are they York's... tournament legal only printings or are they just yeah. alternates? No, no oh, functionally functionally unique. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. The, uh, like the guy who won the big tournament, Easton. Shout out to Easton, big fan of the show. Uh, he won, and he got to play a birthday card because the competition happened to be held on his birthday. Um, and the I birthday think card had a bone. It was like a plus hundred damage, whatever it is, if it's your birthday. 
that's kind of I kind of like that. That's I fun. Like, like I can handle cool. stuff like that. I don't, if it's yeah. like it's my birthday, it's like I really love random chaos, and that's actually, admittedly, you have to understand. That's why I got so annoyed by that gasser card because it immediately made me go, "Whoa." I actually wanted to go some. I'm like, you know what? Maybe if there's a medicine thing going on somewhere, I'm going to go down and check it out. They're at a convention. And then I saw that and I'm like, I haven't even seen that much of this game. And now I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I want to be around the people. I'll playing come down this to game. Charleston. I'll tell them not to fart near you. And then uh, <laughs> that'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll make like, the no, no farts around Mike rule. I'm I got your back. Like, Dude, I get the comedic values of farts. They're fucking funny, but it's not funny when you're like living in somebody's, you know what I mean? There's a huge difference. Um, there's a huge difference. I, I so as you know, Louie and I, I know you got to do damage control because you do a lot of medicine here, but I, I'm no, not for this. No, no, we're fine. This. We're, 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 men of, we're men of peace and Zen here. Yeah, um, just come and hate on me. You can come hate so, on me on my channel. It's fine. We're, we, cool. we get, we get uh, uh, so, like, I think it's been weird as somebody who follows both Fab and Zoo because I think they both are appealing to the opposite of what they could appeal to. I think Fab could do a much better job of creating casual play. I'm sorry, of creating casual play. And I think MetaZoo has gone so hard into um, competitive play that they've kind of missed the casual play as well. Right. And I think that, um, you know, and I, I've thought about this a lot. Like, I, I think Mike is using the tournament, the MetaZoo Mike is using the tournament to lure people into playing MetaZoo. That's what you should but, do. I think that's true, but I think it's a good game. I think it's a good enough game where you don't, it, you don't need to do that. It's advertising. You're giving people yeah, prizes and I get that. that people are I willing just... to play the game rather than going, no, we need to do it in a way people can't see. What are you talking about? Well, one of the big problems you know I think is, like, is I, that I don't, I don't see it that way. It is that you're trying to you're trying to sticker shock people with a right. event and then there's not a there's not another sticker shocked event until another year or eight months down the road. And so yeah. if you take your hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and you spread it out into you know five events, ten yeah. events. Uh, then you get, you know, a, a little bit. I, think so. I understand what you're saying. You're saying like you can get a longer lifespan out of it if you yeah. go smaller. But how many eyes can you attract in the first place? If somebody goes, hey, there's a $5,000 magic tournament. How many heads do you turn? That's true. How many heads do you turn? Then, hey, there's a $500,000 magic tournament. How many heads do you turn? Yeah. Right. So you can go, yo, you could make 20 tournaments. Nobody cares about with that hundred grand. Oh, oh okay. Like that's so the next sorry, tournament but is a million you're dollars. Small, so if like, you're small, go big. Go big. Yeah. Go so big. Like, the next tournament's one point two five million dollars for MetaZoo. Yes. And this is gonna, this is legal? You're gonna be farting a lot, aren't you? I guess I might be. You might you might be eating <laughs> some beans on the way into the tournament. Well I'll go have to talk to the doctor about what the best way to change my internal biome to get ready for the event. <laughs> He he wouldn't go sit in a bunch of farts for hundred and twenty five thousand. I will but a I million will melt people with mine for a million. <laughs> I like it. Uh, um, so okay, so you, you're not you're not buying any of these current games are going to become the big four. No, no. There's nothing like story. <laughs> yeah. What's there? This no, I why I can't see what. Like seriously, give me one actual fucking belief. Not hope and fairy and like rainbow dreams. Give me one actual have, way. Have, one have way you, for real. Have you, for have real you, though. So have you played? Wait, hold on. Let me let yeah, me answer, ahead, George. Ahead, Shut up. Hope. Have you have you played Flesh and Blood? God, no, it's not a good sign, is it? No, I'm go just ahead. No, no, have, no, I'm have saying you, that's a, have I have played you, Flesh and Blood? No. Have I seen anybody play it? No. Have I seen it in a store wow. anywhere? No. Wow. No. no. Metazoo only that, seen it once when it's handed to me as a joke. All right. <laughs> and I don't live in a fucking hamlet, bro. Gosh, There's over a hundred thousand right, so people in three game stores in the city. This wow. is crazy to me because we live, George and I live in the Flesh and Blood and Metazoo world. That's where we live. Like 
uh, my can- there's nobody there'd be nothing it's a fucking <laughs> desert it's a desert get fucked man oh it's like magic pokemon like Yu-Gi-Oh, or like die in the desert that's it bro if you think anything else is doing anything around these parts <laughs> no no interesting wow you should doing great, honestly i'm gonna tell you this right now i'm gonna tell you two truths one you can definitely make money selling flesh and blood metazoo all this stuff and have a good time two you're never going to get fucking rich from it. They're never going to be big. So don't fucking bank on it. You're throwing your money away. It's a fool's errand. It's not a smart move. You can fucking wish to high heavens all you want, bro. And you can take the rainbow promises of people making the stuff going, I guarantee you. I mean, if you want, I can print cards and go, bro, here you go, man. I guarantee you this shit. I promise you, man. I fucking reserved all these we cards. Are I reserved every box for you, dude. Everything in these boxes is reserved list. $1 million. You can have the entire print run and I'll disclose the print run too. This is you the can best thing the whole market. I've ever seen. Louis' <laughs> life gets flashed before his eyes. Pokemon's a bubble. Flesh and blood and Metazoo are dead. Like, hey, Louis, are I you like is that? You is that? Oh my god, dude! I do you have a mortgage on your home? Please tell me you don't have people yeah. who depend on you. <laughs> If it helps any, his house is mostly flooded, so it's mostly underwater. If that it helps, that doesn't any. help. It's, it doesn't have, it's not going to decrease it, the value of the. Product. It doesn't have it's floating it, down there. Doesn't have a. <laughs> it doesn't have a kitchen either, for the record. No. So, no. Good lord, yeah. he's doing no. great. He's doing Come great. Come on, yeah. man. Come George, what's what's your storage number one event? In flesh and blood boxes. What do you mean? What's your storage number one event? I don't know. Flesh and blood, right? Yeah, flesh and blood. Yeah. Uh, uh, it might be magic now. I'll used be honest. To be. <laughs> it, blood. it will be. Here's the thing: it will always eventually be magic. Before Bravo, before before Bravo it was definitely flesh and blood. After Bravo, it, magic might have uh, you, you come get back. Waves. It's just a little spike, though. That's all it is. You're not that now, right? Like so. Like you let me really tell you the think that, that I can tell think... myself, like. Uh, first of all, send me your address. I'm gonna send you a couple kits for both flesh and blood and Metazoo. Yeah. On the house. Yeah, uh, that's you know what that's dude. That's really nice of you to do that for him with his kitchen fucked up and his basement flooded. <laughs> hey, thank you, man. That's nice of him. Thank you. That's nice of him. I'm surprised you don't have his address already. It's kind of a dick no. move waiting he until knows, in front of he, me to do the charity. He knows better. He knows better. He'd get something else in the mail. Yeah. Um, he, he charges me ten percent less than TCG player. I get it. I'm like a distributor. Um, so like. <laughs> I mean, like, I think Flesh and Blood is candidly a better game than Magic. Flesh and Blood has some cool lore. I think the game has potential. I haven't seen it in person, but I did look at some lore and went, oh, this could be neat. But I refuse, like, I don't have money to spend on Magic. So I sure as fuck ain't spending my money on some game that nobody else is playing around me to look at cards in my house. This is cool. Maybe I'll get to use it once. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, and that's been that has always been the argument against a new TCG coming out, and I, I would say we we for, like I got into Flesh and Blood because they they said that they were going to be for the local game store. They said they weren't going to do things that were going to um, make it hard for the local game store to sell their product and have to compete with the bigger companies and whatever. They haven't moved to Amazon. We've seen issues with Channel Fireball and the the other big markets and that kind of thing. But that's what made me fall in love with the idea of the game was because I, I believed that they were for the local game store. Um, so like I think they're I think it's hard because we're seeing that in order to be a successful game, you have to sell to more than just the local game store. You have to have these big contracts with these big places too. Um, yeah. But that's kind of what I fell in love with is that idea. All your hope is your dream is dead. 
Thanks, Mike. <laughs> he um, looked so sad when you said that, man, too. Why did you say that? I looked at him and he was looking off to the side oh. all wistfully. When you fucking edit this, look at the footage. I was looking directly at him. I'm like, oh, no, is he going to cry? Bro, it's going to be okay. I'm sorry. There's I'm not sorry be the okay. bad man don't. said the bad things. Uh, I so say you hyperbolic don't know. things on the internet. I've been wrong before. People tell me in my comment section, you're, gonna, you're not going to lose the house. Your wife's not going to leave you. You're still going to be able to sell some of this product for a bit. Like a little, you're going to get 10% of your money back. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Most of his videos are market update videos where he prices out flesh and blood cards. Yeah. They're just true. market update videos where he's just crying. And looking <laughs> oh, no. Only for the no, last. No, 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 no. Before that, it was great. No, no, no. Before that, great content. The last 14 months have been a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I loved so in your video where you're all it's all over it's been fun boys with Magic the Gathering you brought up a really good point about some of these cards that are appearing both in Double Masters and in Secret Layers because they know this is their last bite at the apple. Yep, Reprint for these equity cards, double grab. I love that. Can you explain that to our viewers who are foolish enough not to subscribe to your far superior channel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically the concept is Wizards has like, I don't know if it's like a team of accountants or whatever, but they have people crunching the numbers and they know which reprints are what I like to call steady reprints and which ones are crash reprints. And so with steady reprints, as long as you don't release too many out there, you can just kind of keep reprinting them over and over and over and going back to the well, right? And there's certain cards that have risen up in value over time based purely on scarcity. So it's a desirable card, but it's nowhere near as desirable as the price tag, right? So Concordant Crossroads is the current example of that. They only printed it like in Legends and then in Chronicles, which was right at the beginning of the 90s, and then they never reprinted it. It's not the best card. It gives all everybody's creatures haste. It's not even just your guys, right? But super hard to get. People want it. So Wizards goes, yo, we're going to reprint this in a secret layer, but they know as soon as they print Concordant Crossroads, there isn't nearly enough demand to really justify the price tag that's created by the scarcity there. So what's going to happen is as soon as one enters the market, then it's going to tank the price no matter what, and the price is going to tank for a long time time. Concordant Crossroads will not recover because it's not going to have a lot of organic demand over a long timeline. It will have a regular amount of organic demand. So they know they can't go reprint Concordant Crossroads a year from now or two years from now, reprint Concordant Crossroads. You've seen them. Yo, they brought the Eldrazi back again. This is how many times they've been printed. They can keep doing that, but they can't do it with Concordant Crossroads. So they go, yo, put it in the June super drop, get people hyped for it, get them locked in also slap it in double masters so after they've locked in their secret layer orders and decided they wanted it we're also selling it here so we're just dumping as much as we can on the market at the highest price possible because once it craters it's never coming back so that's the kind of stuff they do. i thought that was a really brilliant analysis i'll be honest that like i was watching the video i was like oh that's like hey that's really smart of them to do and really it smart is. of you to pick up on that it's it's <laughs> gross and clever and that's oh, yeah. part of what makes frustrating as well like honestly underlying it all i would love to just spend all my time enjoying magic and having a good time right but i pay attention and i've been here since the beginning so i see the stuff they say and i just are going you know and I'm just like, i can't like i can't just be everything's happening and it's just like these fuck so i gotta like get it out of my system and go yo here's what i see 
And then funnily, some people are, oh, you do say negative stuff. I'm like, I make lots of fun stuff too, but you don't watch it. You only come by when I'm yelling. <laughs> yeah. I run into that problem too, at a much lo- a smaller scale. Everybody does it. That's yeah. the nature of humankind, right? I think the story for both is pretty clear. I, you know, I, I've always said a road to the top four is very hard. Um, I'll, you know, for Fab, it's easy, right? The gameplay has to be far superior and you right. have to attract magic players. Gameplay, I think like Sam gameplay Black. Isn't enough. No, say it again. Having better gameplay isn't enough. Force of Will had, no. Force of Will had a better system and that stuck around for six years and it'll never do it. There's nothing out there. Sorry, guys. Flesh and Blood, um, never get there. MetaZoo, never get there. None of them. You have to have something <laughs> special to start with. You can't <laughs> climb out of the pit. You can't. It's not possible. It's not possible. You can't do it. Flesh and Blood, none of those guys will. They'll never be the top four. They will never be the top four. You can't argue. There's no fucking argument. You have to have something going You're beating a dead horse, and I'm the horse. This is great. I want you to know, I just agree with no, you, and I still now. love it. Yeah, my screen is down here, but it's him now. He's the one who's, you, you, you I'm fine. over here. Right? You're I'm sad. Fine. You know the truth, but he's still holding on to Flesh and Blood can make to the top four. No. Well, in his defense, he owns fleshandblood.com, so he's got. Oh, to invest it. That's your guy's problem. See, I'm not invested at all. And so I can see, like, the writings. On, no, are you kidding me? You can make money doing it, but stop deluding yourself because you're not going to make smart choices then, right? Like, if you want to be one of the big four, you have to walk in as popular as Pokemon. You have to start your card game as popular as Pokemon. That's so, it. Is, here, do, how many people know Flesh and Blood? How many and, people who don't play card games know Flesh and Blood? I think all? that's fair. But, like, no. I mean, conversely, if I went to, like, a random street corner in Carlson and said, do you know about Magic the Gathering? I don't know how many people would say yes. That that doesn't change anything about it, this To situation. be fair, anytime you can, I You can people... swap Magic into any argument I make about Flesh and Blood and then go, well, they're both the same when they're not. It's a small, tiny little game. It has nothing to make it special other than solid gameplay, which, I'm sorry, is the bare fucking minimum. That doesn't make a game special. That's what you need to start with a game. Make a good game to start with. Have a big fucking brand that people know and you might have a chance. Yeah. You it might really well for my hero academia. That like even huge names die. Simpsons Final all Fantasy. these people tried it. All these people yeah. tried it and they all failed. I there think was the Simpsons for... card game? Yeah. I got oh, I, yeah. I had it. We got to pick it. that up. We got to pick that up and add it to our boy crazy. Boy crazy 2.0. Here we go. Boy. Um I think the story from MetaZoo is easier, right? I think it is the show comes out. It's a banger. They come out with a triple A video game. It's great. And it works. And like, I've always said, how much is he paying you? How much is he paying for this? That I don't know. And like, that's the question, right? Is like, you know, Mike's going to have to really shell out. And like, I think Mike can, I think Mike will. If like, no, no, no. I was asking how much are you being paid to believe <laughs> oh. in it this much? Because, wow, dude, your level of faith is incredible. I, I don't it. believe Wizards can make a full-on movie. And you think that, like, I don't know this guy, but he is clearly your new Jesus. Because you believe that he's going to build a full-on television show. And, like, does he have a full-on team and everything? Because you're a full I, believer, and that's cool. But I, that I, think, like I think both games huge. have a path. That's I think insane. both games have a path. I think I, I think both teams have a path. I think those those paths are closing quickly. This sounds like I think N- this sounds like NFT level shit. Like the cards aren't <laughs> NFTs, but just you know the board ape yacht people who are just like we're going to turn this into. I'm sure you are. Oh my god! M&M and Snoop. I want and you on every week just what to the punch fuck Louis is going to be on the Medizu show to make it anything. What's it going to be about? Check it out, guys. Bigfoot walking by the farting SS guy. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
But check uh, it out. We have all these other properties that anybody can use because they're all what open to the public. We have I nothing think, copyrightable aside our, I, from our name. I think for for MetaZoo, you need the, the the IP to take off in the next year. You have to have that. Otherwise, it's too late because they already came out with the card game. I think I, I agree with what Hatcher you're saying, which is like, like Pokemon came be, out. I'm not trying to be a dick to people. Love, love no, your games. I love it. Love you I love games. It. I'm I love honestly it. ranting at you guys because I know you guys have fucking money. And so I'm just like, my brain's like, get uh, it in your I don't head. Have, I don't this have is not money in it. Your Hatcher, Hatcher uh, you don't know this. I quit my job for my YouTube channel. Y'all, you're making enough money off YouTube? I quit my job for well, my YouTube channel. you know, his wife has uh, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. When you say, after, after you fucking say you quit your job for your... Your, your channel, and then I go, you're making enough money to survive. You're supposed to say yes. The answer can't be don't I worry was. about the... No, there, you can't there, be. There, no, 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 no. You can't be like, bro, I fucking quit my job and I uh, for my YouTube channel because I'm heavily invested in fucking MetaZoo, Flesh and Blood, and Pokemon. What are you doing? This is Louis' therapy section. This is amazing. Look, dude, take it from somebody who fucking dug himself into tens of thousands of dollars. How old are you? You in your 30s? You doing your dumb shit in your 30s? I remember in my 20s, I was a moron, and I made really <laughs> bad choices. I spent my 30s digging myself out of a huge to financial be fair, hole for the dumbest choices. You I quit my job kitchen. when I was 20. How do you quit your job when you don't have a fucking kitchen and a flat? I had a kitchen. Who? I had a kitchen. Do you have anyone that depends on you? Yes, did you say kids? Did you say children? Yeah. No. no. Where is my fucking one? Give me a pen. Give me a what? What fucking state do you live in? And what is the number for child services? I send me this recording. Holy shit! Are you fucking kidding me? Are you out of? I didn't know this was going to be a fucking intervention. All right. This is Forget everything I wanted in that to go up. We have to talk about your life choices. Let's you do it. Let's do it right now. We got another like hour and a half. Listen, listen, I was 29 when I quit the job. So now I'm 30. So now I'm cleaning it up in my 30s. That's the point. Are you making enough money? to like? You're, are you was... going more in the hole? That's not cleaning it up. <laughs> this thing, take off. Uh, he's got it together. He, you, you're not listen. doing the same things, right? No, no, yeah, no. Do you see the laugh? Did you see the fucking laugh? I haven't. Was appropriate. I, I that have, was appropriate. I now, started, are you out of your fucking mind? I can't live like him. All right, I'm just gonna lose. I'm just gonna lose this. I'm this not arguing. This is the best interview we've ever done by a mile. This is the best. Can you please come on every week? Get spitballing here. I don't think my heart could take stressing out for this guy. I'm gonna have to blank out my mind that he exists because tonight I'm gonna be having lucky. dinner with people. Don't understand how much I care about people. I'll be having dinner with Carly. Going, he's gonna fucking. He's gonna be on the streets, Carly. <laughs> Basically, listen. already is if it helps any. No. I'd rather live on the streets right now than in my flooding basement. That'd be great. And flooding kitchen, just so we're clear. Yeah, but. and flooding kitchen. Uh, no, this is great. I mean, I'm. I'm <laughs> oh, wow, so believable. <laughs> yeah, this is great, man. Thanks. I think our time, anymore. it's getting awfully close to nine o'clock. It's 7 30, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This was amazing. It was good. It was good. I had a great time, Louie. I want you to know that, buddy. <laughs> I just want to make sure that's very crystal clear. Um, all right. Before we go, oh, what card? Oh, well, not yet, I guess. I have no idea. I have what, no fucking clue. What right, card cool. are you most looking forward to in Double Masters? Um, I really like the artwork on Concord and Crossroads. Cool. That one. Mm. I think the uh, the Smothering Tithe artwork is my favorite. It's a solid pick. Yeah. Do you, 
George has no clue what either of those cards are because no clue. No clue. he's never no played idea. any. Invest in magic, dude. He's spending his money on the good stuff. He gets it. He he's gets waiting it. for flesh and blood to become number one. It's clearly gonna. Have you he heard of good gameplay? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, if I'm gonna send our, our you... comment section is gonna be amazing this week. I can't. Oh, people are gonna be like, do not. I don't read the comment section, so it's all right. I'm gonna send you a. Flesh and Blood box and a MetaZoo box. Oh, it was like two before. Now it's down to send one. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you. No, no, it's George. Fucking no, no, no. George, ball, stop, being, stop being cheap. Stop. You know, just send, send him your bags. One send, him a, a, send, send him a send box a of Double Masters. Send him a box of Double I'll Masters. Make, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> I'm going to send you a collector booster of Double Masters with it. I'm right. literally going to. You can afford it. It's free. I, I believe in that. you. You're not as broke as Louie. It's like, it's all right. One time George said that he would give away a box to uh, one of my viewers and they won it. And it was not in the United States and it took him six months to ship it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not in the States. <laughs> so, I know. Oh, oh, no, he knows. Not the most important you question. the most important question. <laughs> what is your favorite poutine shop and what do they do different than the other poutine shops near you? Oh, you know, it's sad that you asked me. There was one place I like to go to for poutine, but I don't even want to say the name of the place because it got sold to some other people who apparently didn't take the garbage out. Like, the, the only the Friday night employee would take the garbage out. And so there was, like, the basement was just full of trash bags to the point where there started to be reviews online where somebody was like, went into the restaurant. It smelled strongly of garbage. And then you expect the review to just end there. But then it talks about how they ordered food. And my brain is like... <laughs> They ordered food and the food was terrible. <laughs> and the thing was, is we ordered once delivery from there after the changeover. And when the food showed up, it was terrible. So I no longer have like a poutine place. It's actually pretty hard to find one that's good. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. it's disappointing, right? This what's, the on a sad living, note. what's the point <laughs> of living in Canada then? I mean, I guess like uh, uh, healthcare, not worrying about getting shot every four seconds. Take your well, you know, conversely, what are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, happy, fourth, yeah. happy fourth of july everyone we it's have real currency uh, so um uh, wow all political is, dan you can always snip all no way no. we don't we don't that is we don't the have most offensive thing you've done you guys, on this podcast let me be very clear here <laughs> like you've you ruined the footage to make it sound like i'm yelling about how good medicine is and, and how good the stuff is. no I don't care. no I, I assume about, you're just going to be like, oh, no, we don't want to let the people who, who normally watch it. I don't care about anything other than you ruining Louie's life for a half we, hour. That's we, all we I care about. We, we have a very, very firm uh, no editing on this podcast unless we go too far and then we edit it. But, well, everyone go subscribe to the Magic Historian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, come on over. I'm sure you definitely want to. Did I, did I talk enough shit about the games you love yet for you to want to come on over? Go, oh go share God. your opinions about Flesh and Blood and Metazoo yeah, on come his and channel. Tell me. I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy what you enjoy. That's what I'm going to say at the end. Enjoy whatever card game you enjoy. I don't care. I want everyone to be happy. Just don't be delusional enough to think your game's going to be up at the top. That's all. Yeah. Great. All right, that's the end. That was it. A natural cut. <laughs> that was a blast. It was super fun. Oh my god! I mean, I have no 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 future, but that was great. <laughs> I didn't realize you of all your fans. Your future, bro. I just told you, get out, man. Get out. <laughs>